2: Glennie, how you doing, mate?
0: Fuck you, you piece of shit cunt. Oh, what's wrong, lenny? You both a pack of cunts. Welcome to this week in lead. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that was an almost prophetic opening. <laughs> oh, Pathetic,
2: I mean, some someone, would say. You, you would never, you would never believe it, but someone, someone actually picked that, picked that opening. It's episode five hundred and twenty-three, by the way. A um, bit of a joke there. People who people will get it if they get it, and if not, fuck them. You know. You should have done. If you had have done what I tell you to do at the end of every episode, you would have done it.
1: If if and you, you would have got it. if you kept up to date with our Facebook group, you had the world's greatest sense of deja cunts back then.
0: <laughs> and if you had have done what oh. I'd tell you to do every episode, you would have gone and fucked yourself.
2: <laughs> Which I mean, you know, it's a healthy thing they say. <laughs> yeah, apparently, but <laughs> <laughs> go and right. clean out your pipes. Now, how how are you really, Glennie? Because like, let's like just a little bit of a little bit of the inside story here we we were intending and like i'm so glad for your sake that we didn't because it would have been no, fucking miserable. but
0: i i also know how it looks and i was like ah oh, fuck the cringeworthiness of that alone was frustrating more frustrating yeah we were going to but, but you know <laughs> the,
2: the point is for for, for, for uh, the patrons we were going to be doing the second half of like we've done what like we've done a dozen times like the tigers game right second half and and glennie um, glennie has never been shy about taking his medicine no, I mean, and and in, and in fact, you know, given the state of the Tigers, I mean, he's 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 taking a lot of fucking medicine. He's like he's pretty much getting chemo, yeah. Like every every time, so um, like it's not even the good medicine. It's not even like the, it's not the no, I was, like was going to say I, was, I, was thinking,
0: I smell like aniseed, but you went straight for chemo, which is probably more appropriate yeah. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. explains my hairline.
2: But um, so what that game would have been the five thirty game, so. Get uh, at six at six forty three p.m. on Saturday. I get we get the text in our joint texting. Uh, I know how this looks, but I've legit just woken up as I've been nursing a hangover. Things haven't gone quite gone according to the big diesels plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, to which I replied, it sounds like a chest infection. It, it infection really does rest it up.
0: Does. <laughs> it really fucking did, but it wasn't. And I would have had would have had no matter how. I mean, how much fucking worse could have got. No matter how bad it would have been going, if I was there watching the first half of that game, I would have logged on and we would have gone through it and you would have had your fun and I would have fucking borderline ended it all. But uh, I...
2: I can't remember what it was. What was it at halftime? I can't remember how bad 40 it was. 40-something. I mean, it was 40 bad, obviously. Neil. Like, was I was not, in the 40s, yeah. Uh, was it? Okay, right.
0: But I um, celebrated a very successful financial year with my, uh, my business partner and our, and our wives. And um, got home rather late after probably mixing a few too many different types of drinks. And felt fine. Got up, felt fine. Literally, I was like, the big diesel. <laughs> Just... Just keeps on Still, chugging like along. Like, Just keeps it's like chugging along. I the day on. he had his first drink. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking
1: love that. is sniffing his own fumes here with Big Diesel. Thing. Uh, there's no, there's, hang the, on, created it? The Big
2: Diesel cannot be cannot be derailed. No, it's like the it's like the Titanic, <laughs> unsinkable thing. The Big Diesel <laughs> cannot be derailed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Big Diesel. I, I did give myself that nickname as fucking wankerish as that is. I love it. You've got to have an element of wanker in your game, and I've got it in spades. But I love it. It's your new personal brand. <laughs> but um, so it felt fine. Went through my my morning. We got Jackson off to work. We're fucking just killing it. Absolutely killing it. Um, managed to uh, got home. Had a little bit of lunch. Oof. Bit of a headache starting to kick in. Had some water. Some Panadol. Headaches it's coming on strong. It's it's really not it didn't even take the edge off. Jeez, I'm fucking tired. Might just got to, by this time it was about just before three o'clock. Might have to park it. i must have to park the big diesel up in the shed for a for a little kip. And um I it managed, all came off the track. <laughs> fucking mate, I if if I told you how hard I slept, like I cannot fucking stress, I went into a coma and the only thing, and it pains me to admit it, the only thing that woke me up was my phone going absolutely fucking mental at halftime. Well, I'm
2: assuming it was at time. People, people, people texting you yeah. and shit. And about primarily
0: Shane Cash.
2: Yeah, of course. I knew he'd be in there.
0: Just giving it to me, we'd had a bet The about fucking nerve of him showing his face
2: is, after they got nearly no, fucking, serious, they got 50 burgers or whatever the other night This is, the, this is night. the
0: state of our teams, right? And I'll put my team in with, with his bunch of cunts um, We had a bet whose team was going to lose by less and it was a six oh, back no. on and I was like, I'm not even going to lose this game, I'm fucking sweet <laughs> That's how confident <laughs> I was Oh, oh. So he is feeding it to me along with probably five or six other people and it's just the constant, it broke its way into the coma and um, and woke me up. I looked at the time, I'd, I'd legitimately passed out for three and a half hours and to say I didn't wake <coughs> up with a pep in my step would be a reasonable understatement. <laughs> um, I looked at. I was like, "Oh, this this doesn't this isn't good." Shane Cash has come out from under his rock, and that can only mean one thing. So I had a look at the score, and I was like, "Oh, get fuck!" And it's half time. Oh, fuck! These cunts are going to be waiting f- like for me to log on and record. And uh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, I just couldn't do it. I I literally okay, pulled my right, head I mean, back. Like, it, it, I put I sent it, you the like, message. Pulled then, my head back down minute. and passed out. So, <laughs> again,
2: because. Uh, the the thing is, when the, when it's not a game like that, the thing is that you get like, it's not it's not as fun either. Nah. It, you Like the hope is the hope is kind of part of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You need you need a bit of the, the the hope in there and like the opportunity. And, and it's not even winning.
0: like it's not like we spend the entire time in those member states. And if if you haven't experienced them, please give us your money and and listen in. But we do talk about. Multi, a multitude of other things as the game's going on.
2: What it's most like, what I think it's most like, it's most like back in the day when we were doing sort of three-hour episodes regularly mm. and we'd just go on tangents about shit. Yeah. And just, and and like ride the fucking thing all the way to the end. Yeah. And then go, okay, and then, and then where were we? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. You know, Twiles fucking, you know, cold cock the guy.
0: And then, you know, yeah. I'd... But in those days, I'd then... Drive home asleep and looking <laughs> at one or two in the morning. Yes, yeah. Now I'll tell you, to I,
2: I, I, almost, almost got it. I always had a member side at at, at home though, because my, my daughter was just sitting on the couch while I was watching the game, <laughs> and she was just you know crocheting or you know and like watching YouTube and shit, and then she just every, she's just looking up now and then, and she's obviously she's noticing that the score keeps going up, and then the other side's staying on zero, mm. and she's like. And she's like, "That's so sad for them." And I said, "That's uh, that's um that's Uncle Glenny's team." And she's like, <laughs> and she goes, she goes, oh, yeah, why do why do people like why do people like that team?"
3: question.
2: Yeah, so I said, "Look, I got to ask Glenny." So I text. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, it's so sad that the one team got seventy four and the other team got zero, and, You know, and then um so yeah, I said, "Okay, look, yeah." Send you the questions. Yeah, what, yeah. I do. I do a little, love... kid's asking, a little kids asking, little kids asking these questions here. Uh, I was quite proud of my answer though. Yeah. I, I do love how the
1: coaching idioms come out in the kids. Like they're seeing, at home, they're seeing the score, and they're like, yeah. "I tell you, if I was their coach, I just wouldn't accept that they're not trying, and I'd bench some of them."
0: I'd bench, yeah. Which is exactly the
1: same things I say. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And if there's a positive to come out of this absolute, and and if I could steal it, a Jayism, this absolute cunt circus of a club. Can I tell that I you follow, just just
2: to interject? I lo- I fucking love it. That cunt circus is like is is part of my re- my my da- like yeah. Instead of like you know, people might say shit show or something. Yeah, cunt circus is my number one. Yep, go to. Phrase for anything like kind of that. That's oh, wrong. I actually i had describe.
0: a i had a coffee today with a a product support guy from uh, the cat dealer, and I had great pleasure in telling him that his organisation at present is an absolute <laughs> cunt circus. He was like, you know, "I've never heard that term before." I was like, "But it's one, it's one of my faves. I stole it from a guy, but I oh, fucking love it."
2: Sorry, please, so please continue before you you you're talking about cunt circuses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but if 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 there is a, a positive coming out of that, is that young children can actually look at that and go, you know what? People can tell when we're not fucking trying. So when yeah. we're out there playing our sport at eight nine, we actually need to show that we're making an effort. What a fucking novel concept! No, no. Maybe maybe the West Tigers <laughs> could try that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and like, and like Joe was saying, I mean, yeah, the beautiful thing is. Yeah, as a coach, you can identify players that aren't trying and stuff, and then you can make changes to the side for the next game they play. And wait till we get to team list Tuesday for this week. I can't the wait. Change, I can tell okay. you. I want to give you a preview, Glenny. The Tigers' changes <laughs> were strictly made through suspension and injury only. Not not one pick and stick performance mate. related. Pick and stick. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to show you got to show loyalty in the boys, I suppose, right? Um, now, C, C, the C-grade touch update is that you're still on, your, obviously, even if the season was going, the big diesel was not fronting up. Not living up to team standards for Saturday, that's for sure.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't have had the night that I had if I was playing the next day. No chance. No way, no how.
1: So so you'd just keep, you'd keep yourself me. right for C-grade, but not for the patrons.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jeff. that's a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. It's more probably, the probably it's more the yeah. physical activity element of it. Do the, does the
1: does the Seagrade Grade Touch pay you some of their hard earned money for to show up every week? Or?
0: No, they're smart. Oh, they're okay. smart. They're like, <laughs> we get to put up with this guy's bullshit, even though we don't want to. But at least we don't have to pay for it. What if we, I could do, we would do that? Do you, reckon, do, you reckon, do you reckon the club would be okay if they they started to get phone calls
1: from you know? reporters from the courier mail wanting to do a story on <laughs> how they feel about having the big diesel <laughs> play at their club
2: and like do they do they understand what they have and are they excited by it, <laughs> are, they, it...
1: are they planning any merchandise have they got a banner to run oh. out at the commencement of the season
0: <laughs> yeah. plenty. i'll just again this just, is just i said Chris it ballpark. before can you give me
2: was... yeah Let... can you give me a ballpark mate how many games you played
0: uh, so far in this winter comp, we've had two uh, a buy, a win, a
2: loss, a draw. Yeah, but yeah, so you for, went around last year too, didn't you?
0: Oh, for the last, the back end of last season, yeah. So, so what do you say?
2: So what do you reckon? You played oh, a dozen, you probably,
0: reckon? Yeah, maybe maybe ten, twelve
2: games. Yeah. So you would ask him, like, you know, they got anything planned for the fifty <clears throat> for the milestone yeah, game it. for the big Ds? Yeah, they right. oh, <laughs> wow. are gonna get one of those you know, AFL <laughs> style fucking tifos out. You know, got to, everyone's got to run through it. I said to Bradley. Cause he 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 is
0: fucking lapping up the big diesel thing. Loves it. He's loving it. Yeah. He's like, this is the fucking worst slash best thing ever. It's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. But uh, wait, wait said, till
1: wait till he starts getting the phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> you Tell us what it's
3: like to know the big D's.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: but- I'm keeping all of that shit. I'm keeping all of that shit in my pocket because I swear, I swear, if you guys get to your final. I'll, I'll fucking go up there and I'll make a thirty for thirty, <laughs> talking to people, getting a whole ton of b roll. Like I will, I will make a thirty for thirty for Patreon. Like spiking about Big Diesel,
1: spiking Glenn with heroin, Big Diesel season the night before, so he doesn't make the game. <laughs> <laughs> the Glenn buyer story.
0: Oh wow, Jack! <laughs> <laughs> Please make a note of that. I am. I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jax is uh, Jax is on board to provide some colour commentary as
2: required. Nah, no, un- oh, yeah,
0: oh yeah, mate, yeah. No, we
2: got Redpath, Path there. He's driving up there as you well. To, um, so we got we got a, we got a legit need, agent going up. there. You need a
1: different angle with Jax, though. But you'd need people to like seriously go at him about how great you are, and you know if he's appreciated what a what a great athlete his father is, and you oh, know how, what good about he, his boss? how good is it. The the D's bo- yeah, he- is the most important thing to ever happen to that club. Like the D's <laughs> contribution to that club
0: outshines everyone else in the team. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Jackson's uh, boss has said because uh, he's I've, he's organised some stuff for us. Um, obviously, we're a customer there, and um, he's talked asked his boss a question. He's like, uh, "Who's it for again?" Because oh, it's, it's it's for Dad. He goes, "No, mate, you don't refer to him as Dad." you refer to him as the superior touch player in the family
2: this is his oh, boss nice he's just Everyone he's like I'm, I'm already getting bullied at work this is bullshit it's a it's a shame though that he didn't he didn't say no it's for the big diesel <laughs> yeah well, right. he's, he's not a, he's he's
0: not across the big diesel name just yet yeah.
2: just yeah yet yeah. soon soon It'll be a name up there. It'll be it'll be a name up there that is like mentioned in the same sort of tier as like Berghoffen. I just honestly, can you imagine the
0: fucking the the people in Toowoomba that have had a little void in their life filled by touch football and this fucking big mouth, no name, no ability, fucking pleb. (laughs) I <laughs> oh, oh. fucking love it! It's hilarious. There, there have been sporting right. careers made out of less, Glenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny.
2: Right, good times. Let's talk games. Oh, fucking can't wait. Yeah, well, I mean, this is this is this is one that you'll enjoy. With the Sharkies fifty-two defeating the Dragons sixteen at Reclaim Australia Stadium, the Sharkies fifty-two came through tries to uh, Nico Hines, Jesse Ramian, Hazelton. A double to Britain Nikora and a double to the Moot. Kennedy and Talakai also with tries. Nico eight of nine conversions. The Dragons, 16 tries to Rawalawa, Tau Tau Monga and Tyrell Sloan. Lomax, two conversions from three attempts.
0: 24-16 in the 50th minute in this game. The last 25 minutes yeah. or so was was fucking diabolical <laughs> from Dragons. Absolutely fucking just dropped the bag. Um, there was still... Those couple of moments from Sloane, which has to give you know has to give him hope, but just it's a fucking it's a sliver. Um, for... They have
2: definitely they have chucked like they they have chucked it in. Like, oh. they, they they have chucked yeah. it in. Ben Hunt has fucking chucked it in. No longer. He's actually about fucking his the...
0: reputation. Though this whole situation think, yeah, is fucking his reputation more than anything.
2: Yeah, because we do because because the the one the one aspect of, of Ben Hunt that we have been appreciating and giving credit to over all these last couple of years is how he is by far the best player in that fucking club, and how he is you know carries them on his back. But now, yeah. like that defensive effort for that try where he sort of yeah. was doing jumping jacks. Yeah, <laughs> out of the line. It's, it's, out it's out very line.
0: difficult to carry a team on your back when you already have all your worldly possessions packed in a backpack, which is already on your back. You can't then put the team on there as well when you're already trying to fucking hightail it out of the fucking joint. So, um, That's an un- unpopular th- opinion. I'm not sure he... In this
1: situation, I don't think his reputation takes any long-term damage. Only because he stayed with that club for so long and he put the effort in through all of the actual upheaval, like when all, there was all of the other coaching shit going on and the fucking and stuff and all of this other stuff, he just put his head down and played footy. Mm-hmm. And when it came to it where he said, after they'd sacked the coach, after giving him the, the, the assurance that, no, 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 everything was sweet, then they go ahead and fuck the coach off. Again, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not standing up for hook, but for him to then go, no, 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 I'll, I need out of here. For them to to go, oh, yeah, no, nah, we're not going to entertain anything that you want. After all that you've shown us, we're giving you nothing in return.
0: I'm not
2: sure. I, well, I mean, they yeah you know, gave him millions of dollars. Yeah,
0: I, I feel <laughs> like he's you know he also signed an extension
2: during that. Up- yeah, this is well. this is the I first think. this is the first time a club has actually dug in for fucking oh, ages. Yeah, and again, I'm and, not um, I'm
1: not Andy Andy clubs digging in. But I'm just saying, I don't think his reputation takes a hit.
2: I think it's just so far. Like he's just, he only just extended, it and he's so so little into, yeah, that extension, that extension deal. It's like it's pretty fucking poor. I think that's, I think that's the, the probably the well, worst again, thing for his. Rep. Not not so much he's he's playing, but the fact that he's trying to agitate for release, like not even a year into the, three the, the years.
1: Con, the conditions that he signed that extension on. And the coach that was going to be there, and you remember he had assurances from the club that who could be the coach. Now, yep, at the end of the day, that's on him for not putting it in the deal because so many fucking. I was going to say because do, you look at
2: because look, well the Tino Fasula yeah. Aoi, and fucking David Fafita for two that's it. their their contracts are void because of Holbrook being yeah. sacked. So, which which I think is is just the the most fucking ridiculously dumb shit I've ever heard in my life come from the Titans management. Yeah. Like to, to fucking agree to that is just ridiculous. But also, but
0: why are those guys fucking so hung up on? Why were they so hung up on Holbrook? Like, the I, fuck
2: did that go? No. Yeah, because it wasn't Holbrook. Because Holbrook almost killed David Fita's career. Kieran yeah. Foran's the one that fucking brought him back to That's life. If, if, you, if
1: you're a manager, you want every fucking get-out clause you possibly can. Because mm. how mm. many times has an NRL player of any sort of standard, and especially rep players, how many times has their contract gone backwards? Not many. Yeah. Right? So, if you're a manager, you want every get-out clause you possibly can, because when that's activated, your pay goes up.
0: Fair. Yeah. Just on the sharks, I think Kennedy is continuing along a bit of a career year trajectory. Um, at the at the back there for Cronulla, and he's a genuine game breaker. Come finals time, if if Cronulla can just crack the code of how to hang with the top sides and give him the opportunities in big moments to 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 you know provide his influence on the game, I think that's that's the big thing for Cronulla, which we've spoken about. They're, they're struggling to beat you know the the top eight and certainly the top four sides, or even hang with them um, to to make it a contest. Um, if they can get around that, I think Kennedy is a guy that. Um, even the better teams are going to struggle to handle
2: come finals time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's one of these ones that doesn't really it doesn't really add anything to the credentials of the sharks. I don't think. Because the big knockout member the, the game. This so game? Can, yeah, this game. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they. I mean, it's it's the the dragons are, are most certainly in. The, they may be the first first club. Maybe even if it was only by twenty four hours. Yeah. Well, no the one's taking them in the way. The first club. To, the first. The first club to chuck it in. Mm. For this season, perhaps, um, well, and, you know, mate, this and, and and even if it's just Hunt chucking it in, and yeah. that's the, and, and then that's just sort of the result of What's him their, chucking it in. He's their only player. Yeah,
0: you know?
1: yeah. Ash, yeah. From the social said, "Mary, <coughs> Mary was a shoulder injury to whidup away from taking this club to a grand final, and we've descended into a complete rabble since they sent him packing." You can go back to Wayne, then to David White, and further if you <laughs> wish. They sat coaches that have had success in the immediate rearview mirror and hope for the best. They're
2: a joke. Yeah, but also, like, I mean, like, Mary, like, their results were fucked by the time. Like, he was getting... He, he got extensions through shithouse results as Absolutely well. True. You know, he had a very... He, he was given a fairly long rope. I think he was given a longer rope than most of them, right?
1: Uh, Phil, ran up the score in the end, <clears throat> but if I was a Sharks fan, I'd be a little worried about how long the Dragons were in that game. Mm. Mitch... You know, now that I think about it, I actually do like the current buy system. No need to change a thing. Thomas, <laughs> Ben Hunt deciding to play to the standards of the rest of the team for the remainder of the season is it just deserts every Dragons fan deserves for standing by their team after they welcomed a us back with open arms and a captaincy. And yes, uh, Kieran, he said, well, that was easy and expected.
2: Nice one. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Rabbitohs, 28, defeat the Warriors, 6 uh, over in uh, Go Media Stadium. The Rabados 28, their tries came through a double to AJ. Uh, tries to uh, Taffy, Murray, and Monroe. Uh, Taffy, three conversions and a penalty goal. The Warriors, a singular try to Marcelo Montoya. Sean Johnson with the conversion.
0: I'm not sure how much of a part the conditions played, but. I think this one maybe South aren't quite as cooked as they'd been looking, and and maybe the Warriors still have a little bit more progress to make than than we we gave them credit for. Um, I think South, when when they had their opportunities, their execution was back somewhere where you'd expect it to be, which has been lacking um, in the last sort of month or so, and there's reasons for that with Latrell out, etc. But um, and and Walker's been. On the wrong side of the red mist. So, in this game, I thought they were they were pretty controlled and and got their advantages on the edges. The Warriors are playing a, a really compressed defensive line, and and they they attacked them on the edges and and created numbers, and, and that's where most of their points came from.
2: Oh, on, I, I honestly, I'm struggling to remember remember what I was I was
1: in a fucking COVID coma for this game.
2: I uh, had. You, are you tested? Are you tested negative again yet, or are you just like, I, I, seen fine? I, I haven't. You seemed you fine last week. though, really. I haven't tested it Pretty again. Pretty much.
1: Um, the worst part. Touch wood. My chest. Like normally, shit goes to my chest. Like yeah. it's really fucking bad.
0: Yeah, we know. Yeah, I've uh, had a cough for six years. That's
1: it. But thankfully, that that didn't get touched. It was just the fucking tiredness and the body aches. Yeah.
3: Mm. yeah.
1: As in, I'd get up and literally do half an hour of typing. Like, that level of exertion, and need to nap nap for an hour. Yeah. fucking woeful. Um, Fucking baby-handled it like a champion. Had uh, a couple of fucking shitty nights where he didn't understand why he couldn't breathe, and probably thought he was going to feel like that forever, and it scared the fuck out of him, but fucking handled it. He's back, Mm. so... Yes, touch wood. He's fucking genetically gifted, so... Ryan... (laughs) The socials. Sure. he handled man, it better. He, handled, a he handled it better than you. Yeah, so I mean, yeah I, yeah, I guess it come from
2: mum. well, <laughs> he, did, he, he, did, he didn't. have um,
1: any any more vax than what he was getting through the the old booby fountains. So yeah, but, uh, Ryan. There you go. He said it's about time South woke up. It is Thomas. Please God, don't let this just be a one week reprieve from the slide. Hmm. Dan. Amazed at how high the completions from both teams were, considering they decided to play at a local pool instead of a footy stadium. (laughs) Can I point that out? Have you noticed this growing trend over the last couple of years? Remember, it used to be the the rain would start and both teams would play wet weather footy, which was essentially one out runs, like very very safe, like short passes, um, a lot of a lot of grubbers, you know, trying to get it to to stop dead in a wet, sort of sit, yeah, yeah. wet angle. Whereas now, they just they just play exactly Footy. as they would in the dry. And yeah. I don't think the quality suffered.
2: It's a new age. Players have yeah. got more skills. Oh, right. They're not farmers anymore. Butchers and garbos. <laughs> They're professional rugby league players. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: in, in most of the games. <laughs> Lachlan, can South
1: play all games in New Zealand from now on, please? but without Klein refereeing, asking for a friend. Dom, those two years in the Central Coast and Redcliffe fucked us. Now we forgot how to play in the wet. No excuses. (laughs) Rabbits handled the conditions better and defence stopped everything thrown at them. With the penalty count and possession early, we should have taken advantage, put more on the board. Also, Ashley Klein is a real fuckwit and gives baldy guys a real bad name.
2: There you go. Yeah, there's nothing nothing innovative there. I mean, how that guy keeps falling upwards... It's just fucking unbelievable. I mean, like, yeah, no. but I mean, it's, it's but it's a conversation now where it's like almost like you know who's the, who's the best referee, and it's not. I don't think that there's. It's not like clear cut. I would say, Grant Atkins. Yeah, see, I would have too, but he's had some fucking barriers as well. Like this, this you know, like this season, or even at the start of the season, I would have said that's who I would have said. Has has he, but, or has
1: he had some some shitty like games in like shitty bunker decisions that he's know, just but been this, around? This,
2: this weekend, especially, was fucking horrific with some of the decisions. And uh, one of the one of them was in the next game. Panthers 34 defeated the Storm 16 uh, down at Marvel Stadium. Why were they fucking playing down there instead of the um, Korean housewife? That's, some, that's something that I, did. I wasn't paying attention or whatever. Women's Soccer World Cup? They're not, they're, they haven't started yet. They only just started turning up. I don't know. Isn't that why the Broncos couldn't play in Suncorp? Yeah, 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 but that's but I, I, they haven't started playing games yet, though, oh, have they? I, I, I don't know. I only saw like I, I, some of the, the teams surface, only arrived tonight. Maybe
0: maybe the surface is prepped and they can't. Maybe they're sick of the fucking it
2: seagulls like like everyone yeah. else. <laughs> um. Anyway, the uh, Panthers thirty-four. Their tries came to Stephen Crichton, Liam Martin, Zach Hosking, Brian Toto, and a double to Tango Crichton. Five of six conversions. The Storm sixteen tries to Grant and Asafa Solomona. Me and you, two conversions, two penalty goals. A fucking Nelson try. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! If it was a, in, if we were in the age before video referees, and the guy on field had to give it, fuck yeah, a hundred times out of hundred, you give it because I mean, the big cunt slid across the line, yep. he had the ball tucked under his arm. Of course, he fucking scored a try. When you have the benefit of watching a replay and watching the thing fucking roll around in the vortex between his hand and his chest, yeah. all the way to the line, which
1: is not a small fucking, fucking a vortex either like there's a fair bit of fucking real estate
2: there it's like it like I've, it's it's funny like i mean like, yeah, rest fault whatever but like yeah you always feel like you know that when your team scores a try and then the referee sends it upstairs or if it's a referee that you know you don't have a great relationship with mm-hmm. or you always fucks your team or whatever you always think you, you say oh they're looking for a reason not to give it yep it appears like over the last like since origin <laughs> origin 2 onwards it's like they're looking for any fucking glimmer of a reason to give it, which is look.
1: That's that's sports one hundred and one, right? Offense, offense brings eyeballs. You yeah, know? that's and, true. But I
2: mean, like you know, we knew it this The year. ball's got to go through the net. I know. Like, I get it. Got to, <laughs> I get it. Got, like the, the AM... like, If we start, if we start giving them tries for near enough, we are I mean, it's fucking AFL, yeah, isn't that's it? it? Yeah. Um, Or maybe they go, look, we understand people aren't happy with, you know, some of these line ball tries have been given, so we're only going to make them three points. (laughs) (laughs) With the conversion, one point in the conversion. (laughs) We're
1: just going to go one better than AFL, and we're going to call it a close. So you get three (laughs) points for a close? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We we knew it this year, like the new interpretation of the grounding rule and downward pressure... And it's yeah. you know if if you're
2: means you don't have to fucking ground it at if, all. Yeah,
1: if your if your finger, <laughs> you know, has has touched the ball in the, the thing, last. And, and it's not
2: and it's not like it's a 2023 thing. It's only like since la, like the, the last round before Origin, and then through Origin we had that first oh, try through, Queensland through the video and,
1: refs, yes. But all year there's been yep. the the interpretational mm-hmm. grounding and shit given that never would have been given because it was didn't regain because the whole thing about regaining control now doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. let go of the ball, but you get a finger on it as it's yeah. being grounded, yeah.
3: still that's it. Yeah. still
1: counts. So you don't have to regain control before the ball hits yeah. the ground, any of that shit. Um, look, fans of lesser clubs, stuff stuff like referees having all-time fucking barries and forgetting the rules of the game may derail them, but not this Panama Panthers side. Uh, it.
2: It, I mean, you said fan, you said fans of lesser clubs. Can I tell you that the Panthers have some of the most <laughs> sensitive and loudly complaining fans in the history of the game
0: of any sport? Not just. This I mean, game, admittedly, they, sport. I mean,
2: they admittedly, they pretty much only started watching rugby league in 2020. But still, nevertheless, Look, they've got they got on Twitter and they've got opinions.
1: Some people just leave tags on jerseys so they can return it if it's the wrong size. <laughs> um. Yeah, it it was an excellent display of mental fortitude, and it's getting back to that attitude that the boys had right throughout both their premiership campaigns, where it didn't matter the flow of the game. Like when when the other when the other team seemed to to stride forward and and really get on top in the arm wrestle, it wasn't as if Penrith then buckled they just understood that over the course of 80 minutes they had this unrelenting fucking faith and maybe this is the power of prayer circles that if you believe in shit that's not there that's still a very strong it's still a very strong, be it's a very strong belief <laughs> it's that that whole thing of well you know no one blames god for giving the baby's cancer but god's a fucking miracle worker when the cancer's skewered. so they just know that over 80 minutes they're going to get there and that ability to not play to the scoreboard is fucking priceless. And I haven't seen a lot of it recently. There have been games where it's been fairly obvious that the pressure of the scoreboard's gotten to them. But that was a different side. And I don't know whether it was the, the guys coming back after an Origin rest or, or, you know, just them going, OK, cool, second half of the year, Origin's done, time to knuckle down towards the finish line, let's fucking go. But the way they held themselves together, especially in defence, and just dictated terms to the Storm all night. There aren't many sides that can frustrate the Melbourne Storm. And that's where it seemed to be by the end of that game. As soon as Penrith went into halftime in the lead, you could see those Storm players. The, um, imagine thinking, okay, fuck yeah, we, we're going in to, at, at worst, a neutral Bellamy conversation here. But then all all of a sudden you've blown a fucking fourteen nil dickheads, and then you're going in to get fucking yeah. reamed.
2: And this is the thing. I mean, there's like a lot being made of like you know Panthers' attitude and all this sort of thing. But the the the, the most important factor in this game was once they got to that fourteen point lead. They're the ones that fucking dropped it on the set yeah. coming out of their own end. They they invited the Panthers with three consecutive, well not consecutive but three you know bad mistakes to give the field position that allowed those tries to be scored to give that halftime lead. Yeah. They fucking blew it themselves, and they could just never get themselves back into. It. And once they'd done that, that was it. That was just there was never they were never given there's an opportunity to even fucking try and get back yeah, into that's it. it. Um,
1: yeah, there's been a couple of comments to the the same effect. I'm not unhappy with Mitch Kenny over the last couple of weeks. Um, he seems to be doing more with less. And by that I mean he just, he seems to be realising that just sitting back and doing your fucking job to a great level across the course of the, your time on the field will pay more dividends than trying to do the fucking hero plays. Like the fucking the one-on-one strips or the, the big massive shots that turn into fucking penalties at the worst possible time. Mm. That the the risk reward of just no go out there and be really fucking good at what you need to do. That's how you that's how you serve your teammates. Um,
2: Mitch Kenny FC is the most annoying FC. Oh, we'll it's though.
1: fucking dreadful. Fucking nerds, oh, absolutely fucking. Dead dreadful. set. Um, and the fucking son of golden nuts, just going out there and filling slots like like he knows he should. Good as
2: you know. Okay, as I what well, he's a racing. He's erasing the he's erasing the fucking career of Nathan Cleary because frankly he is living fucking proof of the system. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I mean, that he he might be a laser, he might be a fucking three D printed plastic version, but, but it still fits in the machine and the machine works exactly the same. But this is that <laughs> thing though, the the fact that
1: rugby league's this game where a, a single superstar player can break open a fucking thing and give a premiership. Like, the closest we've come to that is Jared Hayne in 2009 and couldn't get the job done, given that the Storm were a bunch mm. of cheating cunts and were, you know, nine times over the cap, but, you know, couldn't get all the way there. Mm. How, how often has one player... Now, a, a player can be important to their team and, and be the difference between a winning season and a losing season.
0: But I don't think the importance of winning these games without Cleary, regardless of how Cogger or anyone else is going, should be understated. No, not at all. Yeah, oh, and, you know, and it is. A, yes, it's a testament to the system. But you know, you're heading into the to the crunch time of the season as they go into the finals. They've they've had ups and downs with with injuries and and all the rest of it, and these wins are, are are fucking important, especially this one where Melbourne were clearly up for the contest. Mm-hmm. They're playing at home, essentially. Um, they're re- pretty much a full strength side. Pappenhausen doesn't really count as a thing these days, and and Penrith fucking own them. Yeah, they they just they just got the job done without their their most critical player. It's it's fucking impressive. There's no other way to put it. It's it's a, a fucking decent question
1: to ask. Like, would you? Like think think back about individual players over the last little while, and if you come up with the top couple of you know sole contributors, like Thurston would be up there, in terms mm. of what he mm-hmm. did, you know those sorts of guys. Would you give up a back-to-back system team for a one-and-done like the Cowboys? Because I sure as fuck wouldn't.
0: No. Or, no I, I wouldn't. think we're looking at, and and it pains me. In, in some ways to to admit it, but you have to. What ways? Can you, you describe to, them carefully? Yeah. <laughs> the but yeah, they've they cop their flack, and and everyone loves a, a tall poppy, and and all the rest of it, and the whole five year plan, and it this it's been a thing for a long time. But you have to look at this team and say it's probably the it it has to go down as one of if not the best club sides in in the history of the game. Yeah. And the fact that the most impressive part is there's now a production line set up and an academy and all the rest of it to prolong that success for fuck knows how long. Yeah, that's it. Despite salary cap pressures, despite players wanting to sign for more money because they've had success now and they can go and chase the bag. And Mm. and I can respect that. Fuck nice. But... The, the, it's 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 more than a next man up it's next prodigy up and I, I it, it's think fucking,
1: I think this it's year impressive. this year also puts a lot more focus on just how special last year's team was sure so this year to have that side be vulnerable to drop games to, or to have the rest of the pack have caught up mm. to them a little bit really puts into perspective what a fucking lightning in a bottle year last year was in terms of not, yeah, but, not only the Premiership and going back-to-back, back, but their record throughout the season.
0: Oh, of course. So, but mm. this is this is a team that, you know, Melbourne's a team that stood up, you know, stood up to them, and they're playing against one of the best teams, and they, they still had all the answers. Yeah. You know? it's it. It's fucking impressive, and, and you, I don't know what the odds are of them going, you know, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, but I don't know that many people will be backing against them.
2: Ah, uh, look, it... Again I think there's too many telling too many teams that aren't good enough that are up top at the moment. Like the Storm Storm are one of them. Yep. South's massively selected I mean, no South's at the end of the season, I mean, if they can finish high enough, you know, they'll probably yeah, give it a decent shake. Yep. Mm. But like Broncos aren't good enough. Um not a lot good enough. The, Par Power, definitely not good enough. Yeah, there's a lot there's just a lot of teams that just aren't good enough. But th- this is that
1: thing though. And I you know, I know I'd take the piss a lot and be like, you know, like mm. in the twenty twenty grand final, Melbourne didn't win, Penrith lost it it will be up to them to lose. And it will come down to the fact, do they have enough upstairs and and in the heart for a 3 P Because that, that's what it will take. They'll, they'll have enough to get them home, or they just won't have that final push. And somebody who's more hungry on the day, mm. like South's trying to win one, you know, someone who's hungry on the day will come through. But anyway, Matt, Said being a self confessed Mitch Kenny hater, calling for him to get dropped. I'm happy to be wrong. He's starting to develop more an attack and being less of a liability with silly penalties. Definitely like what I've seen from him lately. Ryan, 14 0 dickhead. Indeed, it fucking was. Richard. It's been a while since we had one of those, I think, isn't it? it it's undefeated. 14 0 dickhead yeah. is undefeated. Uh, Richard, the storm started brilliantly got out to a fortunate lead a position they don't generally relinquish but the Panthers aren't your general sort of team that comeback was brilliant especially without Cleary Tago had some special moments and Toll was absolute meter eating machine but those Panthers forwards turned the game when things were in the balance Fisher Harris Sorensen Yoan Smith all worked hard and stopped the storm in their tracks the Panthers are looking great can anyone stop them no they can't Corey Panthers played like shit for the first quarter and the storm were kissed on the dick with some calls but good to see the Panthers dig deep and pull it out of the fire tago was massive for us tonight sitting in the stands even the storm fans were laughing at that nas try being awarded there we are yeah. Nick tried dairy queening it for a bit and went for Melbourne hashtag fuck the storms Nick I don't think you understand what dairy queening it is because it is not going for the <laughs> Melbourne storm um,
2: and not really and not really f- telling anyone to fuck themselves either in, in like, that, I mean you, in you the corner yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not part of the dairy Queen vibe. No. No, hashtag fucking anybody. Grover, I'm
1: getting zucked properly if I say what I really need to say. To which, uh, yeah,
2: I saw that 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 post was left in in moderation, and it was just full of n words oh, and f words. Yeah. Not the good one either. Like you're like talking it like it was disgusting. No, no wonder, no wonder zucks got
1: Graham, the best side since the early '90s Broncos will take something very special to stop three in a row. Outfought and outclassed. Obviously hate to see it, but regardless, hats off to the Panthers' class side.
2: There we are. All right. Uh, The Raiders 26 defeated the Titans 22 down in Canberra. The Raiders 26 tries to Albert Hopawate, Chris Timoko, Starling, four conversions and a penalty goal to Croker. Uh, Titans tries to Fafita D, Fafita Jojo, uh, Khan Pereira, Tino and three conversions to Tanner Boyd.
3: Look,
1: since you don't ref's fault when you win, I'm going to fucking go nuts on behalf of fucking Titans fans here.
2: They got fucked on, t- on two occasions in this game. That try before halftime to him yeah. was 100% fucking valid try. And,
1: and I know the memes has gone around and everyone's seen them on social media. But if you run into the path of a player when they're going for a kick, that's mm-hmm. an escort and it's a penalty against you. But if you run into the path of a player who is attempting to score a try, you run in front of them and stop, and they hit you in the back. It's a push in the back. And even though they fucking barrel over you, little fucking illegitimate weak ass, and score, they get that taken away. It
2: It was a contest for the ball. There's no pro- But like, here's the thing. It's, it's I get if there ridiculous. is
1: a contest, if there is a legitimate contest for the ball and you receive yep. a push in the back, the ruling has been very clear. Most of the times you've ever seen it happen that contact by the hand and then an extension of the arm, forceful extension yep. of the arm, push in the back, try disallowed. Yep. But that wasn't what happened. He fucking ran in front of him and stopped.
2: Yeah. Did- because he's, he's, he's trying to judge a bounce yeah. to. A bouncing ball. That's it. Yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. No, it's, it's fucking bullshit. And then after halftime as well, they had that situation where I can't remember what the what the 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 uh, infraction was, but something happened and they were given they were given six to go, and then and and then the, the then possession changed immediately. There was no there was no advantage, and then the Raiders picked it straight up, ran the length the field, scored a try, and there was like there was no there was no advantage. It happened in the instant that it, whatever the th- whatever the preceding I can't remember what it was but whatever the preceding thing was it happened instantly there was zero advantage the Raiders did something knocked it forward you know forward or something Titans get the ball six to go then they and then it immediately turns over and they go down it's yeah. it ridiculous that shouldn't have been a fucking try yeah, either yeah that's it and then the, the Raiders the Raiders are one of the fakest teams in the competition at the moment when you look at their they have to they have to win win out for the rest of the season because their for and against is so fucked yeah. that they can't be on they can't be on level with anybody yeah. When it comes to the table, the,
1: the, the issue is though, the fucking dipshit Ricky Stewart gets on the post match. Oh, God. And fucking whinges
2: about the referees. Immediately starts bitching. <laughs> like, immediately. It, I, uh, that guy is exactly what people say he is. Yeah. Can somebody
1: like, please fucking just send a message to him or slip a bit of paper and let him know that television exists? And most people these days, you know, have buttons that can stop, pause, rewind, and look at shit a couple of times.
2: And it's not like he's doing it like at the, I mean, he's doing it at the press conference as well. But I mean, it's not like that's what you're talking about. I mean, he was doing it like, that, that was, the, they put a microphone in front of him on the side of the field This a minute and a half after the game had finished, and he starts you know, in on it.
1: I'm really proud of the boys. <laughs> Great effort tonight. Pick out a couple of players that had good individual efforts. Shut the fuck up, cut.
2: Be happy you won, you miserable cunt. Like, <laughs> like, but he just goes, he just goes straight, just straight to the fucking negative to find something to be. Can you about.
1: imagine the fucking victim mentality in the Stewart house? Oh,
2: you, he just—he would be—he would be absolutely punished. Oh enough, my god! Like you know, I mean, the fucking toast popped up too yeah. early out of the thing or it didn't pop up. <laughs> yeah. it didn't pop up, and now it's fucking it. like you know, now it's like a, a darker, a shade darker than he likes it. Oh my He's god, worried that I mean, toast's oh, girlfriend will say something bad about him. Oh, we run, we run out of milk, and he's practically fucking killing himself.
1: Yeah. I tell you, I'll blame those fucking dairy farmers. They've been thinning the milk, so we've used more of it. <laughs> I know how much milk goes on Sultana brand. I think you know how much milk goes on Sultana brand. So tell me, why is my fucking milk empty a day early? Who's going to answer that question? You've only got three fucking, you know, genetically questionable fucking kids in there waiting for their fucking breakfast. By the way, I've got a foundation for them. Would you like to fucking donate? Fuck you, cunt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see How Albert they going well, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because Albert, Albert was meant to, Yeah, you know, he was like, he was a young star, like, you know, junior origin, blah, blah, blah. And he just never really, he just never really got there. And um, obviously, you know, his old man isn't, you know, isn't the greatest person to deal with. And it's probably great for them down in Canberra because he's not going to relocate the entire fucking family yeah, down true. there. So he gets a bit of breathing space and Ricky doesn't have to hear it. and uh, Or if he does, it's on the phone. And he can just hang it up. Or he can just overpower him by bitching about whatever has gone on in his life like, he's, like he usually does. And um, But it's good to see he's actually starting to starting to build a little bit of a career there.
0: Mm.
2: Anything yeah, you say, Glennie?
0: Oh, I just think for the Titans, for feeder. Is he's, he's really starting to get more and more involved game to game and, and you know, the Titans are, are one of those teams right there or thereabouts to to make the eight and you, you hope that the post origin hangover doesn't set in with him and he can continue, you know, building on these types of performances where he's you know, whether it's him or going searching for it or, or some of the other senior players it's just it's him like Kieran and, and Kieran bringing yeah.
2: Kieran Kieran and digging into the line and committing defenders, yeah. and giving it to him in a position yeah. where he doesn't have to use his athleticism and power to make something happen. He's just he's always he's halfway there. Yeah, I, I
1: think it's the the final form for that side in, in using him to his potential is getting to that that stage that Penrith had kick out at last year, where it was it wasn't even kick out with the ball. It was the threat that he might get the ball. And mm-hmm. I don't think the Titans have fully figured out how to use Fafita like that. To, yeah. o- to I still open think they're up the phase. the, sen-
0: the centre and the wing. They're in a phase where they really need him to get the ball more often than not. You know, I think I think you're right. I think that's where they should develop to but yeah. right now Oh yeah that's what I'm saying that's their the, final more, t- four. the more touches he gets is uh yeah. is, is far more beneficial to them.
1: But at the end of the day, fucking Titans don't put yourself in a position where a fucked ref score can cost you the game.
3: Mm. Mm.
1: Win by more. Um, Steven, nobody even cares about the refs' decisions when they win. Oh, yeah, except Sticky. Scott, as a Titans fan, I know we fucked up a lot, but having the refs actually compound their errors to make our good plays fuck us too is a bit too much. Honestly, we should have put the Raiders away there but Leo is old and can't back up consecutive weeks. Simpson has been terrible all year. We keep running this stupid lightweight bench, which always gives up easy meters to the opponent. Fade us and let's work on the best hunt deal. Maybe a good build for the professor next year. Isaac. I love Ricky so much. They won and he's still fuming. Lara Pitt was laughing at him while interviewing him. Yeah, Mm. she fucking was. She was. Jack. Ricky could, should consider giving the refs a shout out instead of grilling, because they gave the Raiders that one. Absolutely ridiculous that call on Fafita for the second try. Error certainly didn't help. Anyone else think the Raiders are a struggling team yet they're in the eight? Well, it seems that Nate agrees.
2: Yeah, they're they're, they're one of the most likely ones to drop to drop out, I think. And just because they can tie with another team below them and still, the, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're for and against is like put would put them, you know, like. 14th or something if it was just based on that so and given the compressed nature of the table this season with you know probably everyone you know from first to 14th still in the running for you yeah know, 28, 100% 28, it's going to be a fucking um, great um, end of the know, season it's tough <clears throat> okay here we go let's rip this aid off shall we these um, the North Queensland Cowboys 74 74 defeat the West 12 <laughs> twice the, the <laughs> It's just like it just hit me again. Like that's a fucking lot. Oh. Like, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you. There was a, story, there was, there was a game in the in, in the Magical Tommy season where the, there was Manly versus the Titans, and Titans were leading like twenty eight to or twenty four to eight or something at halftime, and, and we were down there and like it all and in the Manly section, we all had the shits because we we're like this is fucked. And in the second half, Manly ended up they ended up winning the game like fifty eight to twenty four or something like it was ridiculous. And I remember when I came home and I went to watch the replay again, and you get to the second half. And you're watching it and you're like, there's like 15 minutes to go and you're like, fuck me, there's a lot of tries. <laughs> <laughs> They've still got three tries to score in this fucking game. And then you look at this one with 74 and you're just going, geez, that's, that's a lot of fucking tries, but so here they, I go. They,
0: they didn't score a point. <coughs> they didn't, well, the Tigers didn't score a point at all, but the Cowboys didn't score a point for 15 minutes. Yeah. So they scored yeah, it was, 74 this
2: was, points in 65 battle. minutes. This was a battle for like the first 20 minutes probably, yeah. right? Um, so anyway, uh, so Dearden with try. Uh, Lucky Leilua with a try. Nanai with a try. Jordan McLean with a try. Then we get to the... Then we get to Valentine Holmes. He's got doubles of those. Semi Valame he's got doubles of those. Scott Drinkwater, he's got doubles of those. And Mary Talungi, he's got triples. So... Val, 11 goals from 13 attempts. West Tigers. Big duck egg. Yeah. Look... Go, Glennie. floor I, is yours, sir.
0: I... I deserved everything that came my way and it and came my it come my way it did. I uh I heard about it and uh that's rightfully so. And you put yourself out there and you talk a lot of shit about always beating the cowboys and uh owning them and their kids and you know um I'm just I'm just glad that you know, the Tigers were able to give some meaning to the otherwise miserable existences of uh of Cowboys as an organisation and all their fans, um, it's it's quite heartwarming to see them with you know smiles on their toothless faces. Um, in all you know, in all seriousness though, what what a pack of cunts. Really. Like, <laughs>
2: can I just can I interject just... and ask you a question, Glennie? Yeah. Based on what you just said, then, do you think that this happened? This is actually because of you. Do you believe in something that this has actually happened because of something you did or you deserved? Because I tell you,
1: we've started re-watching My Name is Earl and I would watch the <laughs> shit out of My Name is Glenn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it's, I don't know that it's as a result of me, but it certainly, you know, when you when you push it out there and people have an opportunity to send it back, it generally comes back in bigger waves than what you send it out there. Cause I'm only one person pushing the wave and I push it at a lot of people. But when all those people push back a wave at the same time, it's, it's, it's confronting <laughs> and it can wake you up from a fairly fucking sturdy hangover. But look, it was clear the Cowboys were up for revenge um, after we dusted them, you know, a month or however long ago it was. And, and, well, and they were was, keen to put on a, what was the score in that game? Oh, 66 to something, sixty-six to eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, that gain for a that, was, that was that was a thing
2: at a the time. There it was a time like you know, like uh, Twitter was general. The general tone of Twitter was as the game was happening was like you know, following the aggregate mm. that, for yeah. the accumulated two games. This, yeah. this is what yeah.
1: I'm thinking right now. There, it, you've had a season where you have beaten a side sixty-five to eighteen, and yet you're on the bottom of the ladder because of points differential.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: mm. And also in the return rubber against that same team, they actually defeat that margin and lose significantly.
0: On yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're playing at home. They wanted a good performance. They're on an upward tick, you know, on the whole the Cowboys. And obviously the fact that the Tigers were clearly anything but up for any sort of contest once, you know, once the initial exchanges settled down and the Cowboys. You know, started to put some points on the Tigers, turn their toes up, and you know, there wasn't there wasn't really any anyone that stood up that could have, could have held their head high for the Tigers. Just just fucking abysmal.
2: And this and and going back to to my my problem with Alex Twal ever getting a try, he gets binned, mm. and this game to me is almost a, a byproduct. of of messing with the laws of nature, letting that cunt score a try. It's essentially the Tigers
1: releasing a run TMB shirt of their own. (laughs) In in letting Alex Twal score that try.
2: I don't know what this means for the Cowboys, really. They did extremely well to get on top in this game, but once they were on top, they started playing that brand of football where they would just, if they got their, their head and shoulders through a tackle they'd just chuck it Mm. and then another guy was there to catch it and then he'd just chuck it. And it was that kind of carefree, not-give-a-fuck football that they didn't care if they... is when you know that if you lose possession, it doesn't fucking matter because you're leading by 50 at this stage already. Mm. And they started playing that kind of football and that sort of thing started working.
1: I think the answer to your question... Because the Tigers were so badly beaten. the, The answer to your question is that it means plenty to the Cowboys, but only in relation to their relationship with the Tigers. You know, all, yeah, all throughout and the also game, they... they were saying that you know they had the score from the last game plastered all over the the club for the week leading up. Oh and... yeah, and then
2: you see like half of the guys when they scored tries, they were doing like the degeneration X suck yeah. it crotch chop yeah, thing yeah, yeah. because that's what Star Star Lord did yep. in the last mm. game. Um, you know, so obviously they had been watching video and they'd been obsessing about this return leg, which is ridiculous. Like what? Which shows why Sheenius has probably fucking lost it because how do you not? Understand that that's what you're walking into. Yeah, mm. that's it. And get your players up to counter that. And you know,
1: that's exactly. And I think that it so it means something for the Tigers in terms of they got that that monkey off their back. Cowboys, and, however, I yeah, yeah, sorry, cowboys. yeah Um, but I don't. Yeah,
2: the West Tigers got fucked by. I, that I don't think. I don't think it means anything.
1: <laughs> in, it was several monkeys in in the larger scope of the competition. You yeah. know, the yeah. the and, Cowboys are, are
0: more dangerous <laughs> side. Look, at the end of the day, regardless of the score, they beat the team running last. But yeah, you yeah. Know, there was...
2: but Did you see Drinkwater when he came off? When they interviewed him after the game. No, he he said he literally said, "Oh, that it felt like that. It was it was great. It just felt like a con, one of those conditioning runs." like we were training yeah. or something. <laughs> like, we often joke about games being a training run when the team flogs on our team, but he came out, he literally he said, said it, it yeah. in the on the sideline in the post-match interview. So that's, you know, depressing times. And everyone questions me. Every year, someone comes at me and is like, oh, why are you still saying hashtag Tigers in decline?
0: Because this. This. Because <laughs> they ran 16th last new year and they're running 17th this year. <laughs>
2: There's There's always a new way that they can get declined in some way or another. Yeah, it. Um. But Sheenies um, has pledged he's going to stick around. Oh, how good! You'll be
1: right. I'm so glad. Yeah. What's the? What's all the the artists week now? Or is that what you're talking about here, Nate? Where they're like,
2: there was there was, there was talk that Sheen would be dropping off this year and Benji would be commencing his solo stint next year but then you know the follow ups to that is sheen saying you know no he's he's staying so have you
0: have you heard anything from your sources and and list makers and stuff that about the the Fulton appointment and how that's got up with, you know that happening without sheen's or benji's knowledge and getting them offside
2: yeah well, apparently yeah apparently that was like he he's he was appointed by like the club and so you know who we're talking about there we're talking about you know Pasco and you know Lee and without like prior consultation with Sheens and Benji like that, that that apparently is the case and i don't think that you know I don't think that there's like it's a bad relation as bad relationship as the media would be saying, but like they it definitely was done without without them being you know, heavily consulted. I mean, I'm sure that they'll probably, if they can land some players, they'll probably be happy ultimately. Mm. But at the moment, it looks like you know maybe they'll get Zach Fulton,
3: <laughs> who,
2: who played who played a first grade game when every other player was was standing down because they didn't want to wear a rainbow jersey. Um, but look, you know, I like I like the kid and everything, but he hasn't he hasn't come close to first grade since. Um you know. They're trying to land the the, the Fainu brothers, um but my information isn't they're gonna fumble that bag. Which is like un, literally unfumbleable. I saw on Instagram um the other night they met Benji and you know and it's it's funny. Like remember back in like the was it like Desert Storm when they'd have like the captured Americans and they'd be on the Iraqi broadcast saying stuff that they're clearly like the hostage stuff and they're kind of reading they're saying you know, glory to you yeah. know, Saddam or whatever And but yeah that's what they look like this picture where where they, wherever they were meeting meeting um, Benji that night <laughs> their manager put pictures of the two brothers on Instagram and they looked fucking thrilled to be there <laughs> like like they were, like, like they were walking to, the, to go and visit their brother in prison or something but um <laughs> Yeah, so, look, we'll we'll see. Ultimately, (sighs) you know, I'm sure you'll get some players out of it, but I don't know if you're getting any of these guys that are ready to take first-grade positions and arrest that (laughs) on Saturday night, in the near future anyway. Socials, I bet they went easy on him. They certainly did. Uh, Vince. You fucking serious?
1: He said, I think the Cowboys forgot the safe word. Noffa was screaming diesel, but the Cowboys (laughs) kept fucking them. (laughs) Oh, Vince, that's comment of the week. That's fucking great. Um, until I get to this one.
2: Noffa's probably got a big D's tattoo on his (laughs) forearm. He'd
1: have to, wouldn't he? That was a fucking comment of the week. I forgot about this one. Sam, (laughs) Glenn is a fucking fake Tigers fan. We always beat them asterisks in Sydney. Fucking casual. (laughs) <laughs>
0: which sam was that i don't know you know. go and look on the
1: facebook group then joey finished work late got home <laughs> put this game on fuck me i didn't know rugby league could turn me on so much and make me laugh at the same time how good hammers tigers look gassed could have used some big diesel <laughs> matthew oh this one's fucking wholesome Last night, I took my daughter to her first game of rugby league. We watched the mighty Wigan Warriors win. This morning, I wake up, put the TV on, the Tigers, and more importantly, John Bateman are getting a dry one. Lovely stuff. <laughs> uh, Bateman is fucking cooked, hey.
0: Like, just watching him in that game. Uh, yeah,
3: maybe, but I mean, maybe in like, that what...
0: game, but in other games, he's he's, he's been... He can't fold his effort in other games. What, what I yeah, what home. I will
2: say in his defence is, and like I don't really want to defend the guy. But what I will say in his defence to that particular comment is, I think out of all of them, given that Appy and Brooksy are out with injury at the moment, I think he's probably the one in there that's actually trying the hardest. Like he is trying. I don't think he's like fucking st- you know thieving a living. I he might not be coming off for him, but I don't think he's. There are players in there that are, that are. Just fucking leaving deserting their post. That's true. For Liam, a fact.
1: Panthers with no cleary still win. Tigers with no Brooks, 122 point swing. It's clear who the number one seven is in our game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the kid's just that good. Uh, He's just that fucking good. Oh, Andrew, fucking what have you what have you done, Glenny? What have I done? Letting Brooksy go, mate. You deserve oh, that. Oh, fucking hell. That's it.
0: That's the second spray I've copped about, fucking not jumping to Brooksy's defense.
2: Oh, really? Andrew? Oh, fuck.
1: Said Benji could be the first coach to be sacked before they even coach.
3: <laughs> Jordan,
1: six weeks ago, I was burning every bit of cow's gear I had. Has there ever been a turnaround? Has has there in a season? Has there been a bigger turnaround? In a turn like yeah, like, that. like team against yeah, team. right
2: because you really have to, the first leg has to be like that level, like 60 points sort of, you has know, to be yeah, bad. It must be over 50. Yeah, I'll tell you what, there was one, and I can't remember the year, but the teams involved will definitely remember. It was consecutive games between the Storm and the Dragons. Back oh. in the day, and one time the Dragons won by a fucking ton, and the next time the, the scoreline was reversed. Okay. I can't remember if it was like end of the season to the start of the next season or something but i but think even I'm that, sure it was consecutive with games with scoreline
1: being reversed that, that's like a because
2: they're pretty big they're like 50s or 50 plus scores yeah, okay. but even scores. in this one
1: there's those added facts like the, just the, the score that the Cowboys put on but the fact that it was to nil as well mm. yeah. it's fucking massive anyway
2: and the fact that, like, at the end of the game, too, when when the, the Tigers did look to, to, you know, to, you know, try and you know, score a try, and they're just piling it on, like, they were defending it like they hadn't, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Glennie's just Glenny's absolutely checked out. Like, he's just, like, the, just a 1000 yards staring at this oh point. Oh, yeah, that's it. What, <laughs> what
0: more do you want me to say, or do no, don't understand. Broncos two,
2: Broncos twenty four defeat the Dolphins Dolphin sixteen. You can so you can say something about this game, Glenny. Broncos twenty four uh, tries uh, double to Herbie Farmworth, um, hat trick to Silman Cobo. Cobbo, uh, two conversions to Adam Reynolds. Dolphins sixteen tries to Nick Arima, Val Valmaninga, Jerry Marshall King, two conversions to uh, Jermaine Isako.
0: Another solid contest. I was pretty impressed with with this game and and the Dolphins probably. Steadying the ship a little bit after some of their more recent performances, I think the Broncos probably just finished with a, a, a touch more class, and even without you know Walsh and and primarily through Cobbo, um, with a hat trick and a couple of fucking just freak touches. Um, essentially, that's that's the difference in the result. I think the Dolphins. Um, that was the winning. Looked,
2: that was a, that was the winning of that yeah, that game yeah, that's too. It. Like,
0: Dolphins Dolphins looked far better. Um, so. Hopefully that means they're, you know, back on back on track again, and they've had the wobbles, but um, can't fault their performance in this game. Yep.
2: Yeah the
1: the the Dolphins are look they're not I, I, they're still going to overachieve at the end of the year. They're still going to have had a better inaugural season than I think anybody would have predicted. They had. They had a dip there, but they seem to have come back from that.
0: Mm. It
1: For the Broncos I'm not sure what their long term plan is. Like they lose a fair bit of fucking cattle at the end of this year. And then interestingly enough, most of them are going to the fucking Dolphins. Like the the star of this one, Herbie, he's fucking out of there. And he puts on the Mm. fuck he was good to to it, yeah. Um He he's low key had a fucking Career year as well.
2: Yeah, and the funny thing is, it's all happened after he yeah. signed. Yeah, to go to the Dolphins as well. So, like, I mean, he was, he was, he was always sort of yep. decent, but Katani Stags yeah, was the guy. Exactly. But he's the guy. He's the guy, and he's the he's the best center yeah. of the Broncos. by yeah, far. Um, so I'm. Not, I
1: I would suggest that the Broncos have a shorter window than many people think. Whereas it looks like they're this young team, and they've got all of this. This bright future ahead of them and a great pack of forwards and Reese Walsh is young and got a lot of football ahead of him. But the linchpins of that side at the moment and then their general in Reynolds, I'm not I'm not sure they've got the window that people think they do. Anything else you want to say about that?
0: Um, um, did no. anyone else see that Reynolds is starting to angle for an extension?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I did not. How many years do so, you want? For uh, an extra couple of years, I think he's earned him he has, has earned him i mean he's coaching the side as well yeah, so I the, mean, the, he's pulling the, double duty the, <laughs> the reaction
0: to his initial signing was
2: Ugh, three years yeah well, and what what's pro- yeah exactly and what what has proven though is that even though he does miss some games with injury there's like he still has that he brings that experienced effect that's bringing up a lot of you know like i'm i'm sure that Ezra Mam's career is far in advance of where it would yep. be, yeah. If he wasn't playing with 100, percent no, I agree. And, you know, guys like I mean, he's he's making Billy Walters fucking serviceable. Yeah, mm. yeah. you know, like there's a, there's a, there are benefits to. But him the, there. this is that discussion that there's a, a
1: price for almost every player, and there's yeah. a role for almost every player. It's it's unfortunate that it's not a common thing to to run with two sevens. You know, it'd, it'd be very interesting if you could give Reynolds the, the the middle third of a game off, see what that does to his body over the course of a season, and, and let the younger guys have a run at the same time. Unfortunately, that's just not feasible with how the, yeah. the interchange works and, and fatigue. Yep. Um, look, he's not playing terribly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now... Okay. In two years' time. On,
1: let, let me give the uh, Broncos fans their due, because our, our, our old mate Rory had a winch. He said, let's be honest. When you're 11th to comment, <laughs> you're not going to make stepdad's reads. Fuck you, stepdad. I could only watch the replay. So there you go. I've heard you. Um, for people that...
2: Hey, and stepdad, stepdad doesn't look at these things until probably, you know, Monday, Tuesday. So, or, you, or dare I say Wednesday before recording on Wednesday. Literally
1: 10 minutes before the show.
2: So you got a lot of. I mean, so if, you, if you're good, so if you're not you being read.
1: It's because you're a Broncos fan, or um, you comment shit. So, uh, Kevin, honestly, pretty fucking shit performance from the Broncos. We only won through the individual brilliance of Cobbo. Our attack seems to be run all through the brilliance of Walsh, unhinged as it is. You can temper temperate a little bit. It's not the worst thing in the world. Jay, see, Glenn, this is what it looks like when a team always beats the opposition. Broncos always beat the <laughs> Dolphins. It's a fact. It doesn't matter where, this side of Brisbane or that side of Brisbane. It doesn't matter because we always win. Liam, <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, Liam. Uh... I mean, like, I mean it's, it's not really. I mean, it's you know, hmm. it's hard to say. That, you know, the is on another side of Brisbane to fucking Milton. Really, I mean, like, do you, you know, can you throw a rock from one to the other one? Really? <laughs> let's
1: let's be honest, Liam. But, um, <laughs> Great game from both teams, despite some absolute shit refereeing. Good vibes from all the players after the game. Brisbane truly is the home of a rugby league. David, not as bad a loss as what I was expecting, and not as shit as last month. Still, likely not to win until we play Wests in round twenty-five.
3: <laughs>
1: there we are, next game.
2: all right I just just before we go to the next game, I will. Uh, I, I just I did some looking up before, and um, what I was talking about with Storm and the the turnarounds with the storm and the dragons yes. the dragons on the 3rd of march ah uh, sorry melbourne on the 3rd of march at the mcg beat the dragons 70 to 10 and then 3 months later on the 4th of june at win the dragons won 50 to 4 so uh, look it's it's a it's a turnaround it's too big, fucking. I mean, it's still like 120, you know, yeah, point turnaround, or 100. Yeah, I know, 100, but you lost 16 point turnaround. You lost
1: though. the first game by more than you won the second game by.
2: Yeah, 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 so. that's right. But um, and I think both of those games actually represent the biggest Margin. win against yeah. each other that those guys, yeah, they have. Um, there yeah, you go, I'm Glennie. Talking, yeah. You guys speaking are number of... one in something. Yeah,
0: good. Speaking, never in doubt.
2: Speaking of a speaking of another game where. Uh, The biggest win over a team is registered. The Newcastle Knights 66 defeated the Bulldogs 0 at their home, Accor Stadium. The Knights tries to Tuala, Marsu, Glenny's mate, Kurt Mann, Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Then we had a double to Phoenix Crosland, a uh, double to Jackson Hastings, and a hat-trick to Bradman Best. Uh, Ponga 11 from 11 with the boot. And this game is one day apart, but the exact same round and weekend of the 2021 game where Manly beat the Bulldogs to <laughs> So it's become somewhat of a tradition out Belmore way. And this game was fun. The Bulldogs, they actually chucked it in way before the Tigers did in their game. As evidenced by Phoenix Crossland gashing them through the middle. Like fucking fifteen minutes, if that, into the game. Absolutely diabolical. The, and as as
0: shit as the Tigers are, the money that's been spent at the Bulldogs, mm. this is this is far more diabolical.
2: And playing a team that hasn't seen finals since fucking whenever, yeah, yeah. that's it, and isn't going to see final, you know. But um, and look, Sorrel, though, I have to question his coaching because. Wasn't just a matter of the bulldogs not being up for the game, but to bring that that kid Rajab in mm. and stick him and, and sit him there next to Alamotti and just watch them get absolutely scaffed for fucking thirty five minutes, and then he eventually hooked him a couple minutes before half time. But at, like that's that's career ending shit yeah, right is. there. Mm. You know, if you're not gonna you're not gonna somehow try and you know not not ease a kid in, but yeah, put a strong defender there. You know, after the first time, after the second time, because it just became a matter of where, where it was just like, let's just give it to fucking Lachlan Fitzgibbon, yeah. and let and let him just let him just run through and give it the best. The way I mean, absolutely, just just time and time again through that same fucking portion of the field. I will tell you,
1: it it has fucking given us two things that Brad Fitler has absolutely no fucking idea what he's doing.
2: That guy just fucking watches... Yeah, the exactly. Goes, oh, he yeah. went good. He, he went scored good. a lot of
1: tries. <laughs> it's like a fucking make-a-wish kid. Who scored the tries? That's my favourite player.
2: Fucking idiot. <laughs> Look, I... I was talking about the selection of Bradman best in, you know, in the centres for New South Wales. Yeah,
1: but then also fucking drink
2: water. Yeah. Yeah, but drink water. I mean, like, you, drink water has been thereabouts though. Has for, drink, has, uh, and I'm on my fucking
3: crusade.
1: Has Drinkwater had a better last two seasons than Dylan Edwards?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, it, but Dylan. Dylan Edwards is part of a system, and we've seen in games one and two that the system doesn't work if you uh, if you don't have all the pieces in it. Yeah, you Dylan Edwards. Because James the, Tedesco's is best piece. It. You can't take the you can't take the best pieces out of the system. And then expect them to to, to win Origin series because they, they exactly so happen. put more of
1: the system in there
2: for for, for several season series now so look fuck I, it look, I mean, just I put Southern if, cross, cross tattoos the on
1: the fucking Kiwis and play the entire Penrith squad
2: <laughs> be fifty nil I would I would have been I would be happy for Dylan Edwards to to at least be you know get into the, the squad or whatever because I mean honestly you know when you've got all the best fullbacks and are fucking rubbed out already I mean. If you're selecting Gutho, I mean, you can fucking pretty much select well, anybody. Let's be real. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. But good day for the Knights. <laughs> good day for neutrals who hate the Bulldogs. Good day for rugby league. It, it, I just feel like there was just that one that there was that that section of the field there with fucking Rajab and and Alamadi and who the fuck else was out there. They it only took them 15 minutes max to figure out that they were running traffic through there all fucking day long. Yep. And when guys like Phoenix Crossland are figuring that out. Yeah. And there's just no, there's no response. Like the, there's no, there was, there was no response either. It was like, what the, f- like the, the money they've spent. I mean, sure. All, all those guys aren't on the, sh- on the field. Sure. But Jesus Christ. Yep. I hear you. Yeah. Fuck the Bulldogs! Like it's so enjoyable. But this to is the thing, because Bulldogs, because Bulldogs fans have made a very habit. But because they had you know because they went through the thing like you know they had Dez, we had Des, and they had theirs, and then we got Des, and then we had Trent, they had Trent. They they try and at the start of every season the Bulldogs fans they try and make things very personal with me. You would, and this is what you fucking you think get. That at
1: least try. This and, is what you get. You like an Eskimo brother.
2: Exactly. And, and exactly. Not- not and and, proud and, and, and to be fair, yeah. yeah and, and to be fair, like we are kind of like that now. The Titans got this. Like, yeah. I'll give them that. <laughs> but man, but,
1: this, this, you know, And And to spoke about it before. When he was talking about Penrith that it it took the world's longest five year plan to put a system in place with these kids coming through to sustain what you need in a first grade, a top quality first grade side. It was eight years or something, from when from when Gus took over. Yeah, something hmm. Everyone expects that. Oh, okay, we're just going to buy some fucking players. We're going to buy some players who are low key, not great fucking players. You know, you they're running a fucking centre in the halves and all this other weird shit and injury prone fucking forwards aren't that that have had big paydays. Don't have the same incentive. They're the team
2: where they get good play, they get good players, but they pay them more to put the players where the player wants to go because it's a more highly yeah. valued position as far as you know remuneration. So then they're going to have like Crichton as fullback next yep. year, and you know Burton in halves. Um, yeah, haven't I mean, they watched those games with Crichton as fullback? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, so not all of them are good games. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I dare like say the balance of them yeah. are bad.
1: <laughs> Fucking rich man's DWZ. So.
0: Um, oh fuck! I never thought I would see the day. Rich man,
2: not a poor man. He's been, he's been, he's better than he, he's well, sorry, more expensive yeah, than that's it. Yeah, yeah, not like not yeah. better than, like just more expensive.
1: Isaac, don't worry. I know I've been missing from the night's comments sections for the last couple of weeks. Here I am. Main takeaway is Ponga's goal kicking. That's what we've needed all season. Could have five more wins with a decent kick-up. Unfortunately, he's a soft-shell crab, so you don't. Uh, Brad, (laughs) serious question. Next time the dogs play the Tigers, will it be 70-all or (laughs) (laughs) nil-all?
2: Can you imagine the entertainment, though, if it was like 71-70 golden point extra time game? Like, to score that many tries in a game, it would be just the most fantastic fucking all-out blitzes. <laughs> like, just set for set, just fucking every set they score. Well, you know so it just comes down to possession. Yeah,
1: the most, you know, mate, the most Tigers thing ever is like they score 70 in the first half and then lose 70
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fucking fun game. That'd be a fun as fuck game to watch. So I'm not even going to lie.
1: <laughs> Graham, still don't deserve credit. Shane, dogs were outstandingly shit. Fitzgibbon is a gun. Ash, it was fun to see the dogs give Tigers fans some hope that they wouldn't be the punchline of the round for a little while. Terry, absolute cunt circus, move on. There we go.
2: Um, And was it Isaac talking about uh, the goal kicking of Ponga? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that. Like, obviously, 11 out of 11, he's, you know, he, was, he was accurate. But when he kicks it, it's like... It's like the old school. Like when he, it hit, he kicks it and it goes with such a thud and the ball just fucking floats like through with whatever. Like you know, a like a knuckleball. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. And he's like, sometimes he's like, how the fuck did that? A had to go straight, B had to go over. But uh, fucking, yeah, got the job done. Um, the final game of the round, the Mighty Manly Seams Eagles 18 defeat the Roosters 16 at Brookie, the uh, Manly side, uh, a double, DCE. Uh, ben voyage with the other try, Garrick three conversions, the Roosters. Tries to Pauga, Tedesco, and Manu, and Sand and Smith two conversions from three attempts. This is actually a good game. It's a fucking stressful game. Um, can't believe we fucking won, to be honest. And this was an absolute god mode performance again from fucking Daly, who's just fucking on one the last couple of weeks. It's, the Brewster's forwards were so fucking dominant in this game. It had gotten up to the point where probably by halftime or shortly after, they probably had 500 more running meters, but Manly was still in the game, in, fa- in fact, in front at halftime and had 400 more kicking meters <laughs> than, 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 than the there is said it was just Daly's boot at the end of sets is the only fucking thing. That kept Manly in the game. And obviously, I mean, his vision and the lack of vision shown by Luke Keary to uh, get that intercept uh, before half time to, to take the lead um, was, was fucking amazing. I mean, single, basically, him and, and Jake Travoy, which had the whole fucking team on their back the whole game, there were so many like extremely mid to passive performances from um, players in the forward pack that were just. Gave us honestly, gave us no fucking chance to win the game. You yeah, just the sheer force of will from Cherry Evans to keep us in it, we were until the point where we actually could, you know, get it done. The second half started getting a bit more, you know, probably 60 minutes or, you know, Sieb's realised that the fucking forwards that were on after half time were just getting fucking rolled so easily. He made the changes um, for the second stint for some of the starting guys earlier, probably 10, 15 minutes earlier than, than he would have ordinarily. And they slowly sort of turned it around and, um, got some possession, had a ton of possession. Um, and then finally Schuster, who I don't know what they were doing with him in this game, because there was times he was over on the right-hand side and he was sort of, yeah, he was all over the place. And I don't know if that was because they're starting to try and segue him into like having a more roving commission, you know, with the idea that you'll be in in the back row next year or what, but, um... Then it just came back. It just came down to junior combinations. The try you see a thousand times when they were playing in in the twenties, when Schuster to Benny Turbo into score the try to win the game, and um, I have to say, I, like, I fucking like. Burbo has had fucking like obviously he's not gonna, he's never going to be, Tommy in terms of like you know like extraordinary out of this world skill. And but he's he's not going to be Jake either in terms of like you know just you know like a defensive powerhouse. He's his own guy, and he's slowly starting to like you know become you know his own his own player. And I think that's his position to be like a versatile guy on the bench that can you know come on come on on the edge. But he's there if you need a, if you need like to replace a center or something like that for their injury, you can you can handle that as well. Like he's sound defensively, but fuck, he runs good lines. And he brings good energy. And, I mean, that's all Schuster really needs. I mean, if you're going to run a good line for him, he'll just throw the pass there without looking like he does. And, you know, it's up to you, the rest of it. And and the way that they, they got that through, after Schuster being contained very well by the Roosters, I mean, they obviously game-planned that they were just going to rush up on him and not give him any time. And that worked for fucking 60, 70 minutes, however long of the game. And, um, and yeah, great defense at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, Fucking roosters had the last two minutes on the line to try and score to win it and uh, yeah they they lifted and uh, the roosters just weren't good enough despite playing like they despite playing very well I mean, even like, Teddy had a good game this is, of, yeah, like a... this is
0: one of the better performances for the roosters in you I don't know how long.
2: yeah I'd, I feel like Kiri, if anyone Kiri might have been the one that was probably the weak link for the roosters mm. in this game because they certainly had the field position and the possession to kind of get it done. Um, their forwards did a great fucking job in this game. The the young guys as well, like Wong was uh, on debut. He was great, and um, White as well. He was he was great. And I mean, like it's a shame that the Roosters have realised what his value is over the last two weeks and playing him in first grade. Because I would fucking love to have b- bought him out of reserve grade because he's I think he's great. Um, it was weird. Like weirdly, one of the, the key players for the Roosters before he got uh, HI8 out of the game was Turpin of all people. Yeah. The fucking energy that he brought in the first sort of you know thirty minutes of the game in defence, especially like leading them and like he he's was a, he was always key. He's done that.
0: I just I think he he lets himself down with some of the his attacking skill set limits his game. He's he's always yeah. plays with with an energy and and a certain um, playing above his weight defensively, um, but his skill set in attack is. Yeah, the, his ceiling you know, isn't definitely as high. yeah. Playing him at hooker, I think he's skill set in attack, but his, his stature, I don't know where else you are playing.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah. So. And the, the other the other weird thing about this game is, like, you know, guys that were kind of, like, dreading coming back into the side straight, like Parker and Tulangi. Tulangi actually showed the fucking danger that he has with the ball. Like, I mean, he was he was far better than him all he was. Like, in, in attack, they had trouble putting him down every time he had the ball. I mean, the amount of post-contact meters he made was ridiculous, and he didn't... You know, have any glaring defensive errors that he that typified his stint before he got injured a couple of weeks ago? Parker was fucking great. Tui was aides and responsible directly for two of the Roosters' tries, and almost you know, and at the end they actually kicked for his wing as well. The, the you know, in the dying seconds to try and get the win, and it wasn't because of him that they didn't they didn't get that kick in. It was because the kick was fucked. Like it was too deep. Um, and you had like Manu and fucking whoever on that side of the field just you know screaming for it. Uh, Brad Parker had a great moment where he fucking just absolutely destroyed Manu with fucking footwork and, and speed and fucking whatever else he had. Every inch of fucking power that that ranger had. And he made Manu look ridiculous in setting up that try for... Uh, starting off the first try that uh, the daily scored. Um, and yeah, I think... Oh, then Trent Robinson in the fucking press conference. It was a long press conference. And for the first probably eight minutes of it, that fucking pasty fucking idiot was just refs faulting non-stop, go, oh, you know, the penalties were this in the second half, and the the six against with this in the second half. Mate, in the first half, Jarrah Hargraves got on fucking Toff Sipley, and had two shots at fucking eye-gouging him. Like, I understand if you're tackling a guy, and you kind of wrap your arm around their head, when they're sort of fighting out of the tackle, stuff can happen. I get that. But when you go back again, to find the guy's fucking eye socket, I mean, that's straight up eye-gouging. I can't believe the cunt wasn't penalized or sent for it. Um, and so some of the other grubby shit that they had too, like you know stomping on fucking Burbo at the end of the game as well, which was pleasing to see. Guys like Homoli just instantly turn was into that... fucking kill mode and try and you know. Did get in the face. I hear that
1: right? That when they replayed that, they they said <coughs> he grabbed the leg. So it's not a.
2: Is that yeah? So so, so stomping on the face is okay because because he, cause he uh, had it, and it wasn't even like he grabbed him. It was like he was going to get up and his hand just up on the guy's like, foot.
1: Yeah, like and don't like I fucking love watching manly cunts have fucking studs raked over their face, don't get me wrong but it, all he seemed to do was sort of put his hand up to stop something scraping his face, he's made contact yeah, with so, and the, the fucking shin and, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's, oh well he grabbed the leg so there's you know, no further action or whatever the fuck he said, it's just
2: wow
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was but nuts. this is that thing though Someone needs to tell the bunker that other people can see the replays. Yeah,
2: it's another. It's not just a group of mates watching the game yeah, together, chatting amongst that, themselves. That it's one like, was yeah, fucking yeah. shocking. Yeah, I loved. I loved how quickly, like, like Hamoli, like from the other side of the field, it was like he teleported there instantly into the dude's face. To you know, to do I who yeah, was yeah, who to do something. nothing. So
1: but let's, let's let's not but, pretend yeah, anyone yeah, well, does anything in rugby league fields anymore.
2: Well, yeah. Well, this is right. I mean, like the referee, fucking, he was he was in the most danger because he was yeah. trying to get in the middle of it. Um, but the thing is, and, and one of the things that Robin said was, oh, you know, they must, they, they, you know, we, it was hard to beat a perfect team. You know, guess what, mate? They were a fucking perfect team in the second half, and I'll tell you why. The reason that the fucking Roosters were rolling them so fucking easily through the forwards is because Manley tried to slow them down twice, and both times it was a penalty. <laughs> both times they got marched down the field. So they just didn't fucking do it again. They actually they, they understood the time yep. that they had. They understood that they were never going to be able to lie, lie on the ruck like fucking Maria Hargraves was all game and get away with it. They just understood that that was the lay of the land and they weren't getting away with it. So rather than give away the penalty, they, they got up and let them have the you know faster play, the ball speed. And as a result, they weren't fucking penalised for it. And uh, give, thereby giving your fucking team the opportunity to roll down the field in every set of six and you couldn't do anything with it. Fucking Trent with a budget. So, um, go fuck yourself. I look forward to you getting fucking uh, Uncle Nick putting a baggie on you there at the you Christmas go. party. You cunt. Ooh. Richard. Wow. Losing, <laughs> losing busy, Billy <laughs> Smith and Joseph Swalee two days
1: before kickoff because of a training accident really fucking sums up our season. Even a Teddy 300 meter game couldn't save us. Teddy three hundred meter games aren't going to save anyone because you know what else comes with the Teddy three hundred meters. You know why he's got three hundred meters? Because he didn't fucking pass once. The Roosters have lost three of their six <laughs> games by two points. In most other seasons, they win these. Sit fifth on paper over the cracks of their deficiencies, but this season their weaknesses are being exposed and they need to address them. Shane, go the boys. Always good to beat the Roosters. Terry, Jakey was great. Manly a shot without him.
2: And that was all of the decent comments on that game. I'll tell you I'll, I'll, something, something else that Trent said in the press conference, and I'll ask you guys about you know what. Yeah, you know, particularly I'll ask you, Glennie, because it's about finals. So just so, like oh, he you. would say, I'll he tell would you what they were they, asking they were asking him questions. They were saying they were asking him like, um, so you know about you know it's getting tight. You know the run to the finals and everything. You know what do you think about making you know, making the finals? And and he was like. And he always talks about playing the Roosters style, which is this fucking ridiculous thing. But but he was saying, Oh, we've got to get back to playing the Rooster style of football, because if we get to the finals, you know, we'll we'll just we'll just lose. And so I'd rather not get to the finals if we're not going to be able to win in the finals. I'd rather not get not rather not be there. Fuck off, mate. Ah. That was the que- that, that that was that was the question. Would you rather Get to the finals and lose first week. Get, make the eight, finish in, the, in top eight and then lose first week. Or not get to the finals. Because that's, that's what well, the choice clearly, is. Clearly,
0: Nathan. I'm fucking, if you can't win at all, don't make it. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It's you want to see your way. team...
2: You, you love your team. You want to see your team fucking play more games. The way to play more games, at least one more game is to get yep. to the finals. You know
0: what I'd rather have? I'd rather have a team... Even if it was for five years straight, finished fucking eighth and got blasted out in week one, then the team that finished ninth
3: (laughs) or last
0: or what the fuck ever. Yeah. Of course you want to make the fucking finals. Why are you playing? And if you make the finals, then you, you, you give yourself an opportunity to play fucking rooster style, Secret Ranger style, whatever the fuck style you want yep. to play, and give yourself mm. an opportunity yeah. to win if you're good 100%. enough. Give me a fucking break. I
2: want to tell you something, though. The conclusion of the round, though, Glenny, you might be feeling bad because of the the loss that you sustained and everything like that, your position on the ladder. But I just, I, I just need you to, to to believe because you've got some you've got some buys coming up. No, we don't. You quite, at least you, you should you should have a, you should have one more yeah. buy, right? No. We've you? had we've had I'd, 3. Oh no. Well okay. Well I forget we what I said. We are fucked. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, look. You're not the worst team in terms of for forward and against, and Listen. you're actually in the ballpark of being you're, you're only one bad bad loss for the Dragons away from being the third worst side of the <laughs> against. Can you believe it or not? <laughs> And so you really you need all you need is one more win this season, and it could propel you to third last. Ooh. Just by nature of the just by nature of the differential. What a time to be alive! The Bulldogs are sixty five points worse off than you are, mm. and they're one win ahead. Yeah, so get onto the boys, mate.
0: <laughs> if ever I was <laughs> right. going to get onto the boys, it would have happened at approximately 7.30
2: p.m. on Saturday. Oh, you didn't know. You didn't know. They always win up there against them. Up well, that's, there. that's true. That's we always fa- I mean, them. Like, you weren't to know. It was
0: a shock to everyone, Nathan.
2: Yeah, no one expected that. No one expected is. the Cowboys
0: to win, let alone by that margin.
2: It was an ambush. <laughs> it was a classic ambush.
1: <laughs> no one could have assumed that the Cowboys had any sort of motivation
2: for that game. No. No one, no one thought, no one thought this coming. At least of all, hey, what coach. happened? What happened in news this week? I didn't. I didn't Nothing. See.
1: Note. It's all fucking origin and around. Something must. Rad.
2: Something. Something must happen. Oh, we've got this situation at the moment, though, with the um, the
1: RLPA. The,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, butting heads. Can you believe? I thought that that was all fucking done and dusted months ago, but no, it wasn't. And so, wasn't, um, wasn't
1: the thing that they came to the, the table moment? and they negotiated together and. You know, came to a fucking D Day final midnight.
2: Yeah, because remember, it was like gonna, it was going to be an issue at the start of the season, and maybe it was going to delay the start of the season, or you know, something like that, or you know, or in trials or something. But um, but yeah, so they were saying that um, the well, the RLPA is saying now that um, you know, the NRL is has basically got them on whatever the um you know the the benefits and deals that you know that was you know reduced through you know due to covid and the hit that the game took during yep. that period and um and honestly it's only just sort of hit before we hit record so I'm not across everything that's that's going on at the moment but um they're saying at the moment that the players now there's going to be sort of a Uh, you know a a semi strike in terms of media commitments and so uh in origin when there's a game on wednesday the players will only be available for on mondays and tuesdays on regular days it'll be like you know they've got their because players have media commitments as well they'll be able to fulfill those on monday tuesday wednesday um outside of origin times um there won't be like you know pre-game you know sideline you know those sorts of things which are kind of like the worst you know interactions anyway really isn't it um but yeah, it looks like you know there's strong words coming from the from the NRL itself, and um, from both sides. And I guess we're going to find out uh, what actually happens, and there'll be probably more information on that by the time we get to the next show about what's going to happen. But plays, um, plays
0: in, refusing to do media work at training. Fucking yeah.
2: It'll be like well, that's that's the stuff that what the I, I did I did see something where they said that. Um, what they'll be allowed to do is, um, they'll be they'll be allowed to do uh, media for like club purposes, you know, probably doing like you know you know for their stuff on the socials and things like that, uh, and they'll be doing like those Monday Tuesday things where there's usually like you know three players per club yep. that, that come up and do like individual interviews or that go up on the websites on Monday Tuesday, they'll be able to do those but they won't be able to be contacted by journalists like privately through socials or on them on their phones other times they won't be doing media commitments other times um you know pre-game post-game access to the sheds um that sort of stuff
0: yeah not happening. but
2: um but yeah like well hopefully you know there's been a response and there'll be information out there and we can talk about it more on the next time but uh that's coming to a head I mean like I've had to say that you know generally speaking I tend to side with the players on things like
1: this Um, I I tend to through? side with the players what I don't side with are fucking cunt organisations like the RLPA so I think it needs to be very firmly separated in terms of that the players are not the RLPA and the thing that I find fucking fishy here is that no one's actually come
2: out and said what their issues are I think they probably have now, but we have to go and look at that. Let's go through off. the
1: RLPA statement. Right. right. Um, so, um, recently, uh, the RLPA... Where was the, the RLPA stressed the boycott was designed to force a result in the negotiations. So not force a result, force their result. Let's be fucking, let's be very careful of our words here, RLPA. You disingenuous cucks. Um, So, uh, the unreasonable ultimatum of the ARL Commission and the NRL and their refusal to negotiate the CBA has forced players into this action. Players have been clear in their unity and need for action based on our player leader meeting last night and during all our recent club visits. We have been forced into this position because of the NRL's take-it-or-leave-it offer. So again, it's not, not what they want. So I'm sure they would be quite happy with their take-it-or-leave-it situation. Um, uh, we are the party that's trying to keep things moving and reach an agreeable position. They have accepted all concessions the players have made to settle negotiations, but have made over one hundred changes which further erode player positions. Not, don't go into at all what those positions are, or what the changes are.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's just like a press conference. No, mean, no, this like, is their know, state It's like the statement. To speak. yeah, yeah. It's just, that's what I mean. It's like a, it's a statement. If there's a hundred changes, they can't detail. These, you know, these changes are would be, these would changes be are
1: listed and available for you to read on our website. They don't have to say them. Right? Yeah.
2: No, no, that's right. But I mean, I imagine that, that that's what that's what we're going to find in so, these days. But it is yeah, But yeah. But it's again there. this fucking
1: bullshit, disingenuous stuff. It is clear they want to retain unreasonable power over us, and your association.
2: No, I mean all the players are in it, right? Um, so I mean, it is the players. So, um, what does the boycott
1: include? Will the media impact state of origin? Yes, 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 yes. They, they haven't gone into anything about what it is. And when something needs to stay fucking clandestine and hidden, that's what fucking worries me. Because there is no negotiation in the history of fucking mankind where one side is there saying, we would like the NRL to adopt fucking puppies and give them to orphans and we will bear the cost of that, but we would like the NRL to do it in their name, and the NRL is going, no, we don't want fucking orphans to have puppies. Like, painting this fucking thing as the, the everyday little man player versus the big, bad, union-busting NRL is fucking laughable. It is absolutely fucking laughable. Both of these sides have fucked this negotiation so severely, there is, not, there is not a way that one side can take any sort of moral high ground. It's absolute bullshit. The players are responsible because they take absolutely no responsibility at all for the product that they put out there. They keep wanting to go out that there's no product without them and they're the product and they do this and they're the ones that put their body on the line. 100% absolutely don't disagree. However, they're the ones that hold clubs fucking ransom with poor performances and guaranteed contracts. The West Tigers are in the position they are in right fucking now because of guaranteed contracts. They have zero options than to stay with the players they have who have been shown not to perform over the last how many years?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's probably like... What's his, what's his name? Warren sure. McDonald? Yeah. Um, that's that's probably who's responsible. I mean, because... I mean, you can, there's one you can have guaranteed contracts, but also, I mean... You know, you can now, also offer contracts to like, you know, your Elijah Taylor's and... Prediction. You know, James Tam, our old man, and, you know, all these prediction.
1: <laughs> There are going to be some fucking scandals break in the next little while. Because I guarantee you that the fucking media outlets are working overtime offering tens of thousands of dollars to anyone that has any sort of fucking dirt or gossip on any current or former NRL player. And if they don't have actual fucking news to report on, they are going to start fucking throwing so much non-football-related shit out there. You watch that stuff rise over the next couple of weeks. The longer this media ban goes on, essentially yeah. saying
2: that seems that seems that's that seems like you know that's ultimately detrimental to the to them to the media. House, how, so? how so? Not the player, because I mean, like this, yeah. You know, Part of part of the media thing is, you know, like the ability to, you know, form, form relationships and 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 all that sort of thing. I mean, you know, like and if you and if they, if they go out, burning no, I'm bridges. not saying they
1: burn bridges. How does releasing a scandal on one player burn bridges with, them, you know, maybe some other players at their club, maybe some other players that they're friends with?
2: Yeah, I mean, you see this. I mean, if you see this happening, I mean, like, so everyone mm-hmm. else involved, if I can say, you know, what I mean? oh yeah, so. I get it the only people complaining the only people complaining at the moment about this situation yep, are all journalists because they're the ones that are the only thing at stake at this point is yep. their access
1: until they realize so, that they don't actually need access and this is the bit that scares me when they go oh hang on we've had zero access and all we've been doing is releasing fucking opinion pieces and clickbait and our click
2: throughs are through the fucking roof yahoo yeah I that says something about fucking a third segment that we haven't that we haven't spoken about in this scenario fucking idiots people <laughs> who people who click, people who click oh, links it's... for for shit for, for stories that have been conjured from what some dumb cunt said on 360 the night before. exactly um i'm just trying to find a quote like we had, the, we had the origin side i mean we'll talk about this more before the game next week obviously but um Gutho's in so you know i'm sure everyone's got opinions um I saw I saw something that um Fitler said about Gutho earlier today in the press conference and I'm just trying to find it because it was fucking hilarious.
1: Hey, let me guess and, um I liked how they put on so many points against a team running in the bottom three of the competition. That's how I've selected everyone that I've changed in this team.
2: No, 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 it wasn't that it wasn't that. It was um what he said was I'm just going I'm just about here. He said this. He's been the best player in the comp in the last month, and when he hasn't been the best player, he's been he's always been trying to be the best player. Yeah. Right at the moment, we need people in the team who are just wholehearted. Brad Fitler on Clint Gutherson. Oh God. Wednesday the fifth of july two thousand twenty. I
0: feel like Brandon Wakeham has also been trying to be the best player in the comp. As has Kurt Mann. Don't see them yeah. getting selected for Origin.
2: Well, Kurt it, Mann must it, have come closer. Oh, he'd have right. to be in the, on the cusp. Yeah
0: it'd, be hard,
1: yeah, it'd be hard for fucking anyone from the Tigers to get it selected for Origin because they can't beat the Tigers.
0: Yeah. That's some galaxy brain. Oh, that seems to be how Freddy picks his fucking sides.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I don't think there's any real other news. I mean, we sort of spoke about some of those other things, like the Holbrook you know, contract being voided uh, with those other guys as we were sort of going. So I am happy to proceed through to the few games we get this week. First one's going to be on Thursday. It's the West Tigers. They're back against the Cronulla Sharks. The West Tigers side. is <laughs> out, shoulder injury not dropped. Brent Naden's out, shoulder injury not dropped. Alex Twal's out, um, suspended. So, in comes uh, Kapova to the wing, Tommy Tull out of the centre, and um, Itassi James to the bench. I believe he's debuting, right? Yep. Um, there's some other changes, but fucking, you know. The, but no uh, one cares. The Sharks. The, no one cares because they're not... Like, there's nothing... Nothing's happened in that side performance-related. It's all injury or suspension. There's, like, they after losing 74 to nil... Nothing performance-related has happened in the constitution of that side. The Sharks. Uh, Hamlin Ueli's out. Fanukin's out. Rudolph comes in. Uh, Colcoon comes in. Cameron McInnes moves to lock from the bench. Is there going to be a big bounce back from the Tigers?
0: <laughs> Look, you, you want to see a response, don't you? I mean...
2: Yeah, but doing nothing is a is a response, right? Choosing to do nothing is a response.
0: Like <laughs> it's still a choice. It's still a choice. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I mean, look, they have they have to be better. They have to be better than what they were last week. Um, I, I'm not I'm not, sharks... not I'm not being
2: tough. I'm not being tough on you. Why? Honestly, why? Why? Because like, why you, do just,
0: they... you have to hold yourself. Oh, I don't know. Just a personal accountability. More than you.
2: Yeah, but that's but that's you. You're actually like a a fully formed fucking human so you're, being. You're saying <laughs> that if the Tigers
1: sat in bed all day this weekend after you know having a rugby league hangover, you'd fucking judge them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, how do we turn the table? <laughs>
0: this motherfucker. <laughs> the old fucking knee-taker extraordinaire is now hacking on um, me. Can oh, I just, um, six, yeah. the the just, Ooh, to, just
2: interject for a second? At the moment, it's $9 to $1.06. Yeah. Is that the beginning of the season?
0: $9.50 on Sportsbet. Just to just interject for
1: a second, I was just flicking through the end of the news. Um, Turbo's in hospital.
2: Infection yeah. after from falling on falling yeah, off from okay. surgery. So... Yeah. It's a it's a part of part of surgery life, unfortunately, the risk of that sort of shit. So
0: maybe, maybe have less surgery. Doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. It
2: doesn't mean any extra for, you know, any extra time or anything. I mean yeah, he's already gone, yeah. so unless of course, you know, he gets like fucking Mercer or whatever, fucking, you know, super bug and you know, his pet gets eaten and he's fucking that's the end of it. Well, can't, you know, can't tear it again if it's not know. there. Yeah, exactly. Just you again, know, just go and fucking throw some yeah. stem cells on it. Um, so ha-
0: tigers, tigers in a golden point thriller in this one for me.
2: Nine dollars fifty, get on it.
0: The more you put on, the more you get back. I
2: don't even Bounce think the tigers back. will be. I don't even think the tigers will be tired, fucking the twenty minute mark of this game.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: they're not going to get seven. Look, look, let's, let's be honest. They're not getting seventy four put on them
0: again. That's maybe, not going to happen. Maybe be seventy eight.
2: <laughs> <No>. I- <sighs> It'll be 40-something to I think not the, the Sharks will That's understand
1: the importance of not dropping these games during Origin. And then that they mixed should. with Nico, who would have to feel fucking hardly done by the way he was treated. So and, he, he would yeah. love to watch what happens to New South <laughs> did, Wales because Freddie going...
0: Did you see how he came out in the media and said, no, I'm not expecting a call because I let my, my team and I let the state down? That's the guy that's you a, need. That's,
2: that's an accountable. Fuck, like that's that's man. that's that's over accountable. Yeah. <laughs> over accountable. Because you like, clearly.
0: Thirteen minutes.
2: Clearly missed the first shot on fucking Munster. I mean, if he had a fucking grabbed him when he had the chance, he would never have gone through him. Yeah. Through Nico, so he's taking and he's being thrown on in a position he's probably never played. I mean, in the last fucking eight minutes of a state <sighs> of origin game where he's debuting. I mean, that's fucking either like that account.
0: or, mm.
1: or it's really? him saying ex- or knowing exactly what he needs to say in that situation. And I'm just as happy with that. Yeah. For for a player yeah, yeah, exactly. to say exactly what they need to, to understand that falling on your sword sometimes isn't actually a real yeah. sword and it won't kill you. And it shuts every cunt of mm. the media up. Oh, Nico! Mm. Nico's, Very Nico's got a point to prove. Nico's out to show Freddy he made a mistake. You know, no, it just takes all of that bullshit away.
2: Mm.
0: You know, yeah. um, just the yeah. maturity yeah, yeah, of it. That's it. it. Oh, just.
2: All right, the Dragons take on the Raiders at Win Friday night, eight p.m. The Dragon side: um, Sloan is out, uh, Mogo's is out. Ben Hunt is on origin duty. Jaden Hunt is out. Paul Turner comes into fullback. Moses Suli to center. Talitau Amoni to five-eighth, And Daniel Russell to the bench. Raiders can't, side. Can't tip against the Raiders.
0: Oh, sorry. Big Red. Goes through
2: these cunts. The Freckle, Corey Horsberg. He is uh, on origin duty. Basami solos out. Uh, Trey Mooney to the bench. Nick Kotrick to the bench. And uh, Peter Holler to the bench. Look, I mean, you can't... Much like the Tigers, you can't tip the Dragons. You could not. You just can't. Untippable. Yeah. Raiders by plenty. Yep. Training run <laughs> for the Raiders. It really is. They lose nothing. I mean, like, you know, they lose a bit of fire from fucking Corey. Mm. That's it. Um, otherwise, they're just gonna they're gonna keep trucking us. I mean, this is the thing they have. They you're talking about the sharks having to win this game against the tigers. This is the sort of game the Raiders have to win, and also this is a game that surely they would look at as an opportunity to redress some of that massive deficit they have in and against, as well, and try and give themselves a bit more of a you know a bit of a stronger more stronger position inside the inside the top eight. Yep. Uh, the Eels take on the Warriors. The eel side is origin-affected. Uh, Gutherson, Moses, RCG are out. Lume, Lume comes into the wing. Moretti to the bench, Sean Lane to the bench. Uh, the Warriors side, no changes from the last match. But let me tell you, we talk about Freddie's galaxy brain fucking selections, right? I've got something that's not galaxy brain. I'm, I'm going to call it, let's just say, straight-up bitch-ass cowardice. Yeah. RCG gets selected in game three, and clearing yeah. the are out there? <laughs> uh. Makes you think that maybe RCG wasn't there, because I I understand there was a there was probably an injury question over him with the first game, but the second game, yeah, it was it was Freddie like oh, I can't you know I, I am I am so terrible at coaching, I can't manage that. Is it
0: anyway. really
2: that big a thing?
1: Oh, he ruffled some fucking feathers when he left. Yeah. Mm. Like he...
2: And they seem to keep... It seems to to be an ongoing thing when they play, was, play each this, other.
1: It was, mm. you know, the, the com- comments he made alluding to the fact, well, I, I stopped trying at the end of my contract. Nah. Yeah, uh, right, okay. to, to which they took great fucking offence in that, you know, no, no matter what, you don't stop trying. You know, so...
2: Who knows? Do the Warriors? I mean, this is a great opportunity for the Warriors to bounce back from the disappointment last week against a side that's, you know, hoping to make their mark in the in in the finals. Um, It's a game that the Warriors need to lose because I mean, they could. They're very close to slipping out the back of the eight, despite how well they've gone this year. They they kind of need to win because I mean. Like Manly's going to get a Manly's going to pick up some points from Dubai, so they'll be one point behind them on the table. The Cowboys are starting to surge a little bit, and they they're one win behind um, the Warriors. Uh, and then you yeah, you got the Titans and, and the Dolphins still around there, and I guess the Roosters as well. Would probably be where you draw the line yeah. underneath for possible chances. Yeah, I'm almost um, expecting the Warriors to win though. I think I
0: think they're a strong show, and Parras obviously down on on three critical players on Origin duty and. Um, fucking Madison six. Still don't like that, but yeah, I, th- I think the Warriors one to twelve.
2: Yeah, really. I mean, like the Eels have gone okay with outs, but I mean this time they've it's it's the most outs that they've had to deal with because you can add Guffo to they... the pile of guys out, and he's kind of been the guy, the only guy you know. But also getting
1: them going. You've had previously when when Moses has been out, the Eels have still had great performances, but that's relied on Brown sort of getting some breathing room. Yeah. And he
0: on yeah. mm. sexual it. He, He'd
1: had some of the best games that he'd played when Moses wasn't there and he was allowed to run the show a little bit, and obviously that's that's not gonna happen.
2: Mm-hmm. No. No. Fuck it. Warriors to bounce back, let's go. Deserved favorites. Let's gone. The Rabbitohs take on the Bulldogs at Accor Stadium. The Rabbitohs changes are. Uh, Kenner is out. Cody Walker, Kalama Cameron Murray, and Damian Cook. Those four on origin duty. So Tass comes into center. Hawkins to 5'8". Love second row. Peter Mamazoulis to the bench. And Talis Duncan to the bench. Doggies. Okay, so Perham has been dropped. Alamotti dropped. Adokar origin. Rajab dropped. Braden Burns comes in. Blake Wilson comes in. Sexy boy. Midweek transfer from the Titans. He comes straight into halfback, and uh, Flannery Junior. to the bench. If uh, if the Knights put sixty six on the fucking Bulldogs, Jesus Christ! Um, I think Sexton is a great pickup for the Bulldogs. I actually think he's a decent player, and probably not one that the Titans should have. I understand the Titans were a little bit heavy in the in the halves, you know, given they yep. brought four and. I think he's got more upside than like someone like Tanner Boyd.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with but that. But
2: maybe just need maybe needed a bit more time though to realise it. And um, I can't imagine that trade that that transfer would have happened without Des saying, nah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, no plans, no mm. plans next year for him." Yeah. And I guess if they and I guess if they if they do manage to secure a release for Ben Hunt, then yeah, yeah he's, he's he's absolutely yeah, surplus to their needs at that point. Um, so is, is is that is that yeah, them good just you know making space? Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Um, and and look, I think, but he's a good pickup for the dogs. I mean, would have cost them fuck all, and he's probably a better halfback than they've had yeah, in club yeah all season to date. So, um, I guess we'll see how he goes. But you know, what an opportunity for the rabbits, even without you know their their you know big names. I mean it's an opportunity for them to just, you know, keep it going. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, just, you know,
0: probably fine tune a bit of their form. Um, you know, as they, <coughs> like we said earlier, some of their performances in recent time have have been, you know, and there's been reasons for it, but it hasn't been to their standard. And I think they're, they're trying to claw some of that back and this is a good
2: opportunity yep. to do it. Yeah, and it's an opportunity for the Souths forwards just to sort of take charge. Yeah. And just try and, and just roll through the bulldogs like the, the way the knights rolled through the bulldogs in the forwards last week. There hasn't been any changes to the to the pack really from the dogs this week, so yeah, that's that's the key. Those guys have to actually you know take it upon themselves, understand that all these guys, you know, Cody and Co, they're all out, so you know it's going to have to start yep. from them. Yeah, and uh, and if they can do that, and like let's face it, if they're being fucking serious. Like if the rabbits are serious and they think and you know they, they have aspirations. To do something this season, then you know, they will. And uh yeah, the doggies I can't imagine they'll have too much for them.
0: Yeah. Interesting. They've got got sorry, just on the on CS they've got
2: Havili at Hooker
0: and and without starting uh Marmazellis, which I think is an interesting selection, but um two obviously very different players and both different contrast to to cook for the Rabbits. So yeah. Probably good opportunity to fine tune some of that rotation for you know come finals. Yeah, and, time.
2: yeah, and and Havili's like a he's a t- he's a tougher sort of player. Yeah. So I think just having him having him to start the game is probably smart, and also he's just got far more first grade experience as well. Exactly. So,
1: and a great um, fucking
2: player yeah. manager. Yeah, and a great manager. Great, one of the greatest. Some some. Yeah, a, lot greatest. Of pe- a lot of people subjective. have
1: said it. You're hearing it more and more.
2: Yep. Well, yeah, you know, at least from two of us. I mean, one of us is just yeah, you know, shit something like yeah.
1: It. The world d- deserves. The world needs that.
2: balance. The Titans take on the Dolphins Sunday afternoon, down at Hope Solo, and the, uh, the Titans side. Brimson, he's off on Origin duty. Uh, awake out, uh, Tino as well, and David Fafita, of course, all off to Queensland Origin side. The uh, who else have they got? Philip Sami comes in. Isaac Masul Malawi comes in, uh, Cleese Haas and Jacob Alec to the bench. Dolphin side, the Hammer's out on origin Judy. Felice Cafusi's out, Milford comes in, Jared Wallace comes in and um yeah. That's how it is. Have the Dolphins got enough back? Have they have they have they like they they've played pretty well, I think. Mm. And like we said, they only it was only some some absolute individual brilliance really that knocked them out of that game. Uh, against the Broncos.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think I think Dolphins. <coughs> Titans side, even with some of those outs, but those, those outs for the Titans are, are absolutely critical.
2: Tino and, and Foto, like, like they're big. And mm. def, uh, in, in just the general play, those two are massive outs. <laughs> and obviously, Dave Fafita, what he's been doing, particularly in yep. you know, in attack. Yep. Yeah. There's some outs. Yep.
0: I mean, Hammer's a big one, but I think Nick Arima at fullback. You know, for, for isolated week here, week, there, I think he can still bring it. And, um, yeah, I think Dolphins, you know, in a
2: pretty close one, I think it'll be a good contest. Dolphins with the upset. There you go. And, uh, all the good okay. teams have got the week off. So, uh, buys all around. And so we get to watch, uh, fucking Cunt Week 2023 <laughs> with everyone else is fighting over the scraps. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> so that brings us in to 5.23 thanks for listening as always thisweekinleague.com go get the links join the communities get a part of it You want to be a part of the conversation you got to get yourself to where the conversation's taking place
1: tell ya um, if you want you want first dibs on now fucking like obviously on the way big diesel merch
2: <laughs> yeah that's it. You gotta be there. You gotta know because when it drops, I mean, fuck. You thought Taylor Swift tickets were hard yeah. to get? Jesus Christ, the That's big it. diesel merch. Whew. You'll be sitting. You'll be, you'll be sitting on the Fucking watching the blue bar for your chance to go into the fucking queue for seven, eight hours minimum. Love it. Before I turn it on, <laughs> I think, yeah, they have waited <laughs> Excuse me. Still fucking suffering this chest infection. No, it's, it going after, it's going around. It's going around. It affects around. you after wins and losses, it just affects you. It just won't go away. And it's it's, it's funny because l- literally zero other symptoms. And in fact, you don't it's other than early in the morning and later at night because yeah. you know it is cooler. You go through the whole day like you like it, there's nothing there and then you don't, don't yep. realize until it gets a bit cold yeah. and you're like oh, fuck there it is. Are you, you know? super
1: hydrating at the moment? Like like, yeah. like however hydrated you think you are.
2: Um, always, Yeah. I like I. Well, I, I only drink water. It's,
1: it's about so, it's about the it's about the it's volume, constantly. not the exclusivity. Um, hydration is not the Kardashians.
2: Well, so. well, no, that's right. But you have to fucking. Uh, if it's the only thing you're drinking, then obviously you got to drink, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you you hey, would tired. be less hydrated if you had one boys. glass of water
1: than if you had fucking twenty cans of coke. What you drink doesn't matter so much.
2: Yes. Well, yeah, 20 cans of water, 20 glass of water versus 20 cans of Coke
1: is obviously... The water content you... would be almost identical. Oh,
0: would be know. almost identical. The caffeine would, would have an this impact is, this on is, is, gla- this is This
2: is my glass. This is my water glass. <laughs> it, go, it goes up to...
1: There you go. 900 so, mils. Yeah, no, so yeah, super hydrate yourself yeah. if you've got the
2: shit on your chest.
0: Look it's at the working. end of the day, if you're going to take Look, advice, take it. From... I don't
2: feel. At the end of the day, I don't feel. I don't feel bad yeah, at all. It's just you're just you coughing now and then. You know, like, if you're, oh, there's, there's if no you're going to take advice, there's no looking back. If he's got it, that's how like, I did you know, mine. It. It.
1: Go. How'd you do your chest? No. Oh, okay, cool. same. If
0: you're going gonna... to take advice from from fucking anyone as to how to get rid of a cough, take it from a guy that's coughed for fucking three years. Fuck out of you
2: can't. It's like asking you for a cure for the sniffles. <laughs> 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 uh that'll do us. That's it. See you next week.
0: <laughs> See ya.